Hey, hey, dishes, and welcome to Soak This Salem Style. And this is a very, very, very special episode called the inaugural Soap Dish Salem Awards of 2021. Of course, I am your host, Michael the Maverick, wearing his very special silk robe for this special occasion and his S. De Lauder face glass. And of course, I'm going to introduce my other co-host, Dylan St. James, who are you wearing? Wow. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> We are wearing PJs from Target. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Ariette, darling, all the way from across the globe. Who are you wearing? A nightgown and my blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought these answers were going to be creative. Jesus Christ. Tony, <laughs> darling, who are you wearing? Ralph Lauren. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give her this. She won. Old man Reba, who are you wearing? Um, some basketball shorts and a t-shirt that said has Rocky on it. I really thought he was going to say, I forget. I was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and go straight to the wall. <laughs> What's that? Well, it's award time. Are y'all ready? I've been waiting all year for this one, folks. I've been waiting all year because I have some things to say. So the first award on the docket, the Allison Sweeney Award for Most Improved Actor Slash Actress. Dylan. Oh, I'm starting. Okay. Um, Mine, and let me be clear about this. Um, This person was always good, but this year they leveled up to great as far as I'm concerned. And the person I'm giving this award to is Marcy Miller. Oh, excellent choice. Mm, mm, I'll give you that one. Like in the words of the Mrs. Theme song, she came to play. Her <laughs> portrayal of Abigail had a fire that I honestly had not seen from her before. And her performance this year single-handedly took me from being mostly indifferent and borderline disliking Abby to being one of her biggest defenders and supporters. I loved Marcy this year. And probably for the first time, I'm excited about what the future holds for Abigail and I wanna see more of her character. So Marcy Miller, come on down. Good choice. Tony, most uh, improved. My most improved is similar to Dylan's in that she's always been good but as more time has gone on, she's just gotten better. And that's Raven Bowens. Mm. She, st- she started out a little shaky and they kind of threw her into the deep end because she had to cry in like her first scenes. And it was a little shaky, but as the months have gone on, as the year has progressed, she has found her footing and she is literally captivating me in every single scene that she does. So my award goes to Raven Bowens. Ariet? Well, um... I've always thought she was amazing, but this year she really showed what she's made up. And my award for most approved actress um, is Sal Sowers. When you give her a dramatic storyline, she delivers and she always does it so well and makes you feel everything. And like I said, she's always been great, but 
this year has been her year. Grandpa? Um, I went, well, my first choice was taken, but I went with um, Nadia Bjorlin. Mm. When I Ooh, first started, okay. come on with the grandpa. <laughs> when I first started watching, it was during that prostitution storyline. Oh, <laughs> oh no! I like this. I didn't, I didn't get it. I was like, she's just, she's pretty, she's gorgeous to look at, but as far as a performer, she ain't never called her. Hold on now, she ain't never called her. cause she been bad. Yeah, as far as a, but as far as a, an actor, she just, she was just there. But this year, I don't, I hate the story. Don't get me wrong. I don't care for the story she's in, but she's pulling me in with her performance. I give a damn about Chloe now. I care who, what guy she's going to choose. And before, I just was confused as to why she was on the screen at all. <laughs> Fix the story, and then you will have a ball game. But Nadia Bulan's really impressed me this year. Well, my pick for the Allison Sweeney Award for Most Improved Actor or Actress it might get a few side eyes. Jesus Christ, Cartier. I know you hate <laughs> Cartier's know already Cartier knows you can be on one. So you want some bullshit. <laughs> Cartier's ready to defend you against whatever this choice is about to make. But my choice is Robert Scott Wilson. Don't Ooh. shoot me. Mm. Don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. Don't JFK me. I'll go on mute. Right? And, and let me tell you why. Let me go get a snack. Let me tell you why. Mainly because the first time I saw this man, he was on The Price is Right. And then the second time I saw him, he was playing Petey Cortland. And he did a serviceable job for whatever that shit show reboot was for all my children. But the scenes I've saw in the past few weeks where he's helping my devil escape from John the scenes where John Black, well, my devil was outside as John Black, and he was holding, then Ben was holding the door, and you could see his face, and all the trauma that Ben had had. He didn't even say much in those scenes. And I'm a big facial recognition person. Me to me, you don't even have to say much in a scene, but if your face tells it all, you are doing acting. And for that little minuscule occurrence, I feel like he improved a lot. So I'm picking Robert Scott Wilson for most improved this year. I really thought y'all was gonna shoot me for that one, but hey, next no, award. I, I, I knew you wouldn't. But I was curious. <laughs> I was curious which uh, Nick, which was your first option? Marcy Miller. Well, for the next award. The John Black Award for Best Male Character. Dylan. Okay. <laughs> Again, let me be clear. This is not my favorite male character. But I am going with EJ Demira. Damn it, Dylan! <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you why. EJ came in and he completely revitalized and revived the entire Demira family. He made the Demira mansion, the Demira mansion again. He made yep. the Demira's power players again. Chad got a rivalry with some weight to it that actually makes some sense because whatever was going on between him and Jake just was not it and not working. He has 
killer chemistry with Nicole. He's got all this history with Sammy and all these other characters. His presence opens up a lot of story opportunity across the canvas. And I am just really interested to see how they continue to weave him into his family, his relationships, his business, the business. It, I, go EJ. I, and like I've never really been like an EJ stan but his I I feel like this proves that his presence was actually needed because he's brought a lot to the table so my best male character is EJ Demira Tony Mine is Eli Grant. Um, my best known character is Eli Grant. Not only is he smart, but he's also hilarious. He's a support, you know, he's supportive of his family and he's just a great, well-rounded character. And I just love what they've done with Eli. They just need to focus on him a little bit more story-wise in the coming year. But I just love who Eli is as a general character so okay, much. Okay, this isn't any shade, but what has he done this year? I'm a wonderful husband. I wanted yeah, to I to be honest, I wanted to choose him too. That's the reason I couldn't. Like what has he done? I why are you uh uh-uh, no no if that's her best male character, that's her best male character. No, I, no, I'm just I'm asking from her perspective because she literally I, I wanted, told you. No, but I wanted to put him as well, but then I thought about it. I was like, we kind of see all different sides of Eli. Yeah, he's not getting as much story focus as he should, but we, like, his reactions to things that happen in Salem are absolutely hilarious. I love like, that. Like, had he, he not been supporting, he would have been my pick, because he had a great, like, a lot of great comedic one-liners. He's stolen the show sometimes just by being a supporting. I just wish he was in more of a lead role in yeah, a lead storyline, and I easily would have put him there. But he, I mean, he's such a generally well-rounded character even though he's supporting that we can see all different sides of him but I just I love that like there are so many different sides to Eli that it just made him a good well-rounded character and I just I love him that's basically okay so what you're saying is they developed the character more than what he was already was right now I can respect that yeah I just had no because I wanted to put him too, but I was like, he ain't did nothing this year, <laughs> y'all. But, but you know, he, like supporting characters or secondary characters actually steal the focus from the lead. So yeah. like, you don't necessarily have to be. I mean, like, let's look at Teen Wolf. Nobody, yeah. nobody talks everybody, about Scott McCall. Everybody, everybody talks about Styles Stylistic. Yeah. Like you don't necessarily I have, I have, have to be the main character or the lead so, character. Yeah. I mean, like Sex in the City. Everyone walked away from that show talking about Samantha. Yeah, I'll give you that. And also, they tend to focus a lot on... Lonnie is a bit more complex, but that's what they focus on, rather, Eli. So yeah. that's Nick. It's, it's weird. Eli and Lonnie kind of have a reverse problem of what a lot of people say Ben and Sierra have, because a lot of people say that a lot of their stories focus more on Ben than on Sierra. And... Eli and Lonnie have the reverse issue because all of their stories kind of focus more on Lonnie than on Eli. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> what I'm, I'm hoping they balance that out. Yeah, yeah. Damn. That's kind of been a thing for them since 2019. It's been most, or maybe 18 even. 
Well, but yeah, they need do, 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 do. <laughs> Aria. It's interesting because I was gonna pick Eli as well. Actually, I was gonna have a tie, but since Tony picked Eli, I'm gonna go with my second option, Sean Brady. That was my I also kind of feel like he's he's supporting too. That's another and, He was on my list as well. So he kind of has the same issue. I don't know if it's more focused on on Bell than him, but no, still. because they're not focusing on give that on either of them. Yeah, give that couple something. Jesus, they need something to do. But what I really love about Sean, like I I feel like he captures the essence of what Bowen Hope's son should be like today, and that is also thanks to Brandon Beamer. But I just love him. I love the character. I want them to do more with him. But he's a great character overall. And yeah, so that's why he, aside from Eli, is my best male character. I mean, I could have gone on more, but go ahead. (laughs) Grandpa. I have a tie. And it's Lucas Horton and Roman Brady. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be real. They didn't have any interest in using them when I first started watching, so I rarely saw either character. But now they're using them where they should be used in scenes with people they should be in scenes with, in stories they should be in, and I I love seeing them. Like whenever those two are on screen, Lucas or Roman, I'm paying attention because it's probably going to be connected to something I want to see. Like, I haven't, I have never enjoyed Roman this much. And it's weird because they played his friendship with Abe. They're playing up his history with Kate. He gets to be a grandfather, a great grandfather. Forgot about Henry. Um, And Lucas gets to be a father because Lord knows he was not that when I started watching because they had Rafe playing daddy to all Sammy kids. Um, but it's nice to just see them, like seeing Lucas and Philip and Kate, seeing them every few weeks at the pub, just shooting the shit. It's thoroughly <laughs> entertaining to me. Yeah, like it feel it makes them feel like a real family. And Roman being the peanut gallery, whenever Lucas says something weird, is quite hilarious. <laughs> so those two are my faves. Well, my pick for the John the Black Award for Best Male Character would have to be Lucas Deshaun Horton. Not Deshaun. Desmond. <laughs> Come on now, Lucas. I have always been a fan of Lucas, but the last story he had before this year will have to be when Adrian did him dirty in that prison and broke up with him. I'll never yeah. forget that, Adrian. I'm glad you died in that way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that wasn't Adrian. That was Bonnie. No, Adrian broke he and Adrian, up with him. He and Adrian were engaged, remember? Oh, that's right. But that was, but just that was that. before and she I'll went to And I never forgive her for that. I'll never forgive her for that. But seeing Lucas this year, just being a dad to Allie, yeah. a grandfather <laughs> to Hennessy, a son <laughs> to Kate, a stepson to Roman, a self to Sammy, I just want a simp. Because he eats. He eats. <laughs> no, he totally is. Like, he I can't is. even. He a is, fool, but still. A full bag, a woman. 
Well, listen, if he doesn't if he's the one that don't you excuse I'm this. saying if he's the, the one that kidnapped other, her, then no, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you're the only other male on this podcast. You're gonna bad me up on me. But bad like, yeah, for a woman and this economy. <laughs> gas is over three dollars a gallon. <laughs> and you begging a woman couldn't be and won't be me. I'm sorry. I just that ain't player, and I don't like that. And Lucas, you used to be player. They should hook him up with Melinda. No, I it, don't it, think it, he can. Mm. First off, if we gonna put him with any past interest, they need to bring Jamie Caldwell back because she deserves. Yes. But anyways, Lucas just being Lucas this year and having actual story is so refreshing to me. It, it called on a demographic that should be on screen: the Bells, the Bradys, the Chloes, the. Sean Douglas's. I feel like with Lucas being there, I feel like the writers finally heard that call that we needed that age demographic back. And it, it was so refreshing to see. I really hope to see more of Lucas this year because honestly, Brian Detello is a treasure and I want them to treasure him as such. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. Definitely. Agree. So the, the Dr. Mylena Evans Award for Best Female Character, Della. Okay, um, I may be stealing from Nick again, <laughs> but I am going with Paulina Price. Not stealing from Nick this time. Uh-oh. How do you know? <laughs> or not put three, Nick, I put I three different say. options just in case. <laughs> I knew nobody was going to have mine. <laughs> I chose Paulina because, listen, like as a Jack Hay stan, I was already like excited when her casting was announced. But Paulina as a character has actually exceeded my expectations. She's not just like big and splashy in one note. She has a lot of depth and a lot of substance. She's strong and she's vulnerable. She's flawed and she's messy, but at the core of who she is, she's a good person with a big heart. And the thing is like, I feel like Soap's kind of, yeah, (laughs) Soap's kind of forgotten that a heroine who does the wrong things for the right reasons and sometimes even for selfish reasons but then will hold their L is a heroine that the audience can get behind and root for. Yep. We don't need them to be perfect. And for me, Paulina just fits right into that mold. And I just, I love her she works so well in her scenes with her family and even when they take her out of that element like her scenes with Marlena her scenes with Kate her scenes with Julie she just I I love her I love her and I'm just all things Paulina Price so she's my favorite female character Tony I'm gonna jump on the same bandwagon with Dylan minus Paulina Price as well Okay, uh, everyone who had Paulina Price, speak <laughs> up now. <laughs> Me. I put three different options, so I was waiting. So oh, I, don't, okay. I got somebody else. We had two other about, options. Okay, we had to talk about Paulina four more times. She's just that fabulous. She really is. She, is. Like, she I, wasn't I like even my pick. So <laughs> I, I know I'm safe. But <laughs> Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to continue with my pick now. <laughs> um, mine is 
Paulina Price because honestly, she brought a whole new energy to this show. Like she breathed new life into the show. I was expecting, first of all, I was not expecting Jack A to be on contract. I was expecting her to recur, to pop in, be around for a few months and pop back out. But they literally brought her in. She's kind of a character connected to another, she's connected to characters we already know and love. They're expanding her, you know, they're expanding her universe in Salem. They're making her rootable like even even though she came to town with a giant family secret and she lied we're still rooting for her because the motivations behind the lie made complete and total sense and Jack A is selling it she has chemistry with every single person that she works with like she's literally just walking gold and I love her Ariet well I have a tie I can pick between two um so one of my favorite female characters on the show is Sammy Brady because this is a character even if you ship her with Lucas if you're a Lumi fan or a Jammy fan or heck even safe fan like Sammy is a character who can thrive on her own without her parents or in her parents she's messy she schemes but oh my god you love to watch her do all of that she's just uh all around an entertaining um character and i have to give props to allison sweeney sweeney because the energy she brings to the show it's just it's just chef's kiss it's so good i cannot even explain it you have to watch you guys watch the show you guys watch what uh the movie you know what i'm talking about Alison Sweeney has that thing. She can make this the soap again, even if a story is not that good. She can make it amazing. Like uh, Sammy Brady is Sammy Brady is just Sammy Brady, and that's why she's fun to watch. Um, so my other favorite, this goes out to my girl Lonnie Price. I knew it. She, that's why I picked the third <laughs> <yeah>. choice. <laughs> If you want to, I can give it to you. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was this year, like, like this year has been a, a year for Sal. It has also been a year for Lonnie Price. She, she is a messy character as well, uh, but she understand why she does the things she does, and the heart. Like, you're like, huh? But you understand it. You understand where she's coming from. And this year has been a year of growth for Lonnie. And she continues to grow. And it's just so fun to watch her. Uh, the different dynamics with her family. Now with the sequel being out with Paulina and all that. She's just all around an interesting character to watch. She's amazing. I love Lonnie. So, and Sal is amazing. So Sammy and Lonnie get my best female characters grandpa um my best female character this year is nicole walker i know that's right <laughs> <laughs> listen um Preach I've, the gospel. I've come a long way from what her did <laughs> so call nicole, her by her name that's nicole, nicole walker brady 
Nicole has. I don't want to mention a Brady. I'm a Nicole... star. I'm <laughs> She's divorced, sir. Nicole has. Oh, hold on, hold on. Before we go on. Marlena <laughs> Evans was Marlena Evans Brady for years after Roman left her. Oh, God. So left, Nicole... but did he divorce her? Yes, they were divorced. Yes, they were divorced. Even when she died under possession, she was Marlena Evans Brady. So we were calling Nicole about her name. But Nicole was barely Nicole Walker Brady for five doesn't minutes. Matter. For that doesn't matter. She still has the name. Laura left Bill so many times, and they still call her Laura Horton to this day. So she couldn't go back Walker to Laura Brady. Spencer. That name was taken. <laughs> True. Except this one wasn't doing grits. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, let's Nick, get back continue. on track. Nick, continue, Nicole please. Walker is my favorite female character this year. Um, Again, I told you I've come along from one of her dead. She used to cry all the time over a nigga that wasn't worth it. I was just, <laughs> I didn't get it. I literally it. wanted her tear ducts removed. I, wa- I wanted, when she blew up in that, going. when she blew up in that warehouse, I danced for joy. And when she came back, I was heated. But this story with Eric abandoning her and she made a mistake, but she owned it. And she's not wallowing in self-pity she's not making excuses for what she did she did it and she's going to live with the consequences of it and she's moving on with her life she's not crying in a corner somewhere she moved on with ej she knows what the situation is she's being an adult about it i don't get why she likes rafe but she does (laughs) but she's trying to do the right thing she's just she's she feels real she doesn't feel like, oh, um, let's just make a cry over a baby or let's just make a cry over a man anymore. I got so tired of it, but mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying Nicole. And she's been looking good, too. I almost gave her my best dress, um, but I didn't. But she is really in her Cam Brady era. I'm enjoying no her a man. lot. So it's Nicole for me. Yeah. <laughs> Nick? What? <laughs> First, see how long that lasts. Right. You on to some. You was on to some. Okay. <laughs> what category was this? Oh yes, that's see, female. female. Oh, you did something, baby. We might keep you on into the next season. <laughs> the Doctor Marlena Evans Award for Best Female Character. My pick would have to be Kate Robert. Ooh. Okay, that's a choice. Yeah, because it was a rough year. Oh, okay. You, let me explain. As y'all know, I love to watch classic days in my spare time. And this year that I watched was 1996. After being on a plane crash, being taken captive by a ship captain, having to swim to multiple islands. None of this happened in 2021, sir. Let me get to the point, ma'am. Let me or 2022, to- which Salem is in right now. Let me get to the point. She did all that to get back to Salem. And Lord knows, after all that, me, myself, personally, I'll be, if I have one more minor occurrence, I'm ending all this shit right here. <laughs> so when Kate got kidnapped by Kristen DeMera, pushed the door open, fell out of it, walked all the way back to the DeMera mansion and saw her man sleeping with Gabby, and then paraded around town as amnesia, I know it was stupid, but I, I like that part of it. And blind. And blind. 
just to get the double cross on Gabby and Jake, I love it. Because she ain't tired yet. She said, I've been working for Jesus a long time, and I'm not tired yet. I be praying by day and okay. you know what? Kate did her thing to be pushing 70. I'm sorry, but that is why she gets my best female character of the year. Because she ain't tired yet. It it shows no signs of her ever being tired. And I, I admire I, that. I can see why you picked her for the second half of this year. The first half was rough for Kate. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't that say was... best story, did I? No, 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 no. Yeah. I meant character-wise, because the first half, yeah, I Kate's wheelhouse to scheme and all of that, but I just like her. The people she did it for, like because yeah, of she's the like, most recognizable you know, she's been in the last half of the year. So basing yeah. it off of that, I can see why you would pick it. Same. But the first half of the year prevented me from doing the same. Well, I mean, I get that, but I picked it based on her survival skills. I, I just admire that in the character. I, I, I admire that in the person. I just really loved how she just still has it. She still has the scheming bone in her. But as for the, the second half Dawn of the year, Jay, she remembered who she was. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Heck, this entire week, we saw more of who Kate was than we had the first half of the year. Yeah. Because she, she was laughing people left and right. And, and it was for valid reasons on both sides. I it, mean, okay, yeah. I, I'll give it this. I award post Jake Kate Roberts this award. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, sir. That's because, that, yes. No, I'm not even going to say post Jake. I'm going to say post kidnapping. Because oh. that, y'all just don't know. Kate said, I've been running by day and praying by night. I got to get going because it's a mighty hard. Fight. <laughs> 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 oh. she, she did what she had to do and that is why she got that award I'm, i know i got some side eyes but hopefully y'all agreeing with me now yeah okay yeah i'm not even Alex- gonna I, I, like i'm not even gonna argue with you because i know my legacy character pick is gonna if you say passion the pirate dylan- <laughs> <laughs> i should just to annoy you dylan you're gonna have to negotiate your contract Oh, good lord. Okay. The time <laughs> Alice Horton Award for Best Legacy Character. Dylan. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I am choosing someone that I got to rediscover my love and appreciation for this year, very fairly recently this year, I might add. And that is Julie. Um, Ooh, listen, good choice. Due to some, uh, we're going to be charitable. Questionable. It, it is the Lord's Day. And we're going to call them uh, unfortunate and unwise writing choices. Julie's legacy has taken a hit in recent years. I but... just say it. I don't want to see her around no more black folk. <laughs> so unfortunately, she's related to three of them. <laughs> and that really sucks. But that's the cars they dealt us. Continue. But, but I will say that one of the best unexpected benefits of them running back the possession has been getting to see Julie and all of her OG glory getting to be reminded of how gentle and loving she can be with her friends and her family and getting to see how strong and 
fierce she can be when she is in the right in defending them and seeing how deeply and profoundly she loves Doug and believes in faith and family and how she won't stop fighting for that even when the odds are against her and it looks like there's absolutely no hope and I just need them to keep Julie like this it's reminding me a lot of Alice. Like, yes, like this, this is who Julie is. Like, this is why Julie is that girl. This, this is who she is. And for us to be able to keep loving her and cheering her on and enjoying her the way we always should have been able to, I just, I want them to keep her here. Julie deserves that as a character. Susan Seaforth Hayes definitely deserves that as a vet. So Julie Williams, my best legacy character. Tony. Mine is John Black. Um, there is nobody better than John Black. He will fight to the death and beyond for those that he loves. And I just love all things John Black. Ariette. This was actually a hard one, but because I have a few that I really love, but I'm going to give it to Marlena. She's just Marlena Evans Black, and that's all I need to say, because she's she is queen. Yep. I said she is queen. Daytime well, royalty. Deidre Evans, that is. So, Deidre. like... <laughs> Deidre Evans. Did I say Deidre? Yes. I meant Deidre Hall, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I'm still not fully awake. But yeah, Marlena is Black. She's the best legacy character. And she just shows why she's the queen. I, I don't have a lot, of, a lot to say because Marlena speaks for herself. Why we have the possession storyline again. I may not fully enjoy it as of right now, but still, Marlena is iconic. That's all. She absolutely Honestly. Is. Nick? Um, I chose Abe Carver. Um, I'm just happy to see Abe, and he's so he he's a joy to watch. Yeah. Like he's been in Salem for 40 years. He's got all this history. He's got these friendships, and they're finally playing them. Like he's more than a talk to for the people he's been friends with for 40 years now they're being there to support him and it was it's great to see and they're i was not a fan of them love lonnie not being his child but i do love his romance with Mar paulina not marley no 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 <laughs> i do love his romance with paulina i'm yeah, i'm happy get with a brady woman <laughs> she's not a brady she's an evans <laughs> but that was a 40 slip um but i do love him and paulina it's it it feels familiar to see him on screen i don't know what it is because this my watching days is my first experience with james reynolds but it feels like that uncle that always comes around and gives you great advice and seems to have it all together and Abe can be a mess sometimes but I'm enjoying him I love him as a dad I love him as a grandfather he needs to adopt Lonnie no matter what mm -hmm. um, yes. 
it's okay. Okay. It's, it's just fun to see him, and um, Abe is my choice. He deserves more too. Like okay. rebuild the Carvers. Definitely. I have I two things. I have two things. Two things. One, Abe can give me no advice. <laughs> no, 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 no. If he, if he ain't got the sense God gave a goat to take Lonnie down to that clinic six years ago, then you can't tell me nothing. And two, I didn't I, say he was always the smartest. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Being a man in sale and deplete your brain cells, it's just a known fact. And two, I wouldn't mind him adopting Lonnie, but as a Nicole fan, I would kind of feel away. That's just me, though. But <laughs> you can adopt my, Nicole Bell. Why not? Might as well. Yeah. My pick for the Tom and Alice Horton Award for Best Legacy Character would have to be Jonathan Rasheed Black, a.k.a. Worth <laughs> Allen. Not Rasheed, Jesus <laughs> Deshaun and Rasheed, okay. Man, John Black had to be a lot this year. He's fought the devil. He's dealt with the aneurysm. Hell, he beat the allegations that he was a terrible husband. But anyway, Also, he was accused of murder. That too. But I was mainly focused on that third one. Whoever tried to say that was a lie. But anyways, what I admire about the John Black character this year is, I know we keep talking about the possession and what it does for Marlena's history, but have we noticed how much of John's history yep. has been pushed on the forefront for this storyline? I yes. mean, you brought up the tale of two Romans. You brought oh. up time as a priest. You brought up the affair between him and Marlena. Hell, we even brought up Isabella at some point. And just a reminder of all that and all those years we have had John Black just reminded me how great of a character John Black really is today in this canvas. People may say he may not be a legacy character because he wasn't a Horton or a Brady and he wasn't born on screen, but damn that. This is John Black's world and we just happen to be living in it. Because exactly. let's, let's be honest, half of the things that have went down in Salem would not have happened if not for John Black's arrival to this show. And that is my Tom and Alice Legacy Character Award for this year. Best Dressed Award, Dylan. Oh, okay. This one was hard for me. Um, but ultimately... I went with Lonnie Price because we're gonna have to fight always... them. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have because like Lonnie always understands the assignment. She always looks good. It's always appropriate for her scenes. And I just I love her style. They really just don't miss when it comes to her. And unlike the other person that I was wavering and giving this to, um, okay, let me say this clearly because y'all don't like to listen. I personally, I, I, me, personally, have not seen another character on another show wearing the same outfit, but better. So that's why Lonnie got the edge over that person. I'll tell y'all who in the after show. But um, <laughs> so for me, Lonnie Price Grant wins this hands down. Tony. 
Mine is Chanel. She has never had a bad outfit. And every behind the scenes photo we see of Raven in wardrobe, whenever those wardrobe pieces actually air, they live up to the hype and then some, which is not always the case. I have loved everything that Chanel has worn so far. Are you? I feel like there's only three characters who are most the best dressed, but I'm I'm gonna go with Lonnie because she is the best dress on the show. Like Dylan said, she always understands the assignment. She always like with Lonnie, what I really love and I've always loved it about her wardrobe is that she dresses up when she's supposed to dress up. When it's a normal day, she wears normal clothes. I've always found her wardrobe so relatable, but I just love her outfits and they always look really gorgeous. I would give honorable mentions to Chanel and Gabby. I think Chanel has, she also has an amazing wardrobe. Gabby, what I do like about her wardrobe is the, is the dresses. I feel like opposite of Lonnie, she is too dressed up on normal occasions, but I also kind of shrug it off as her, she has Gabby chic and all that. So she she's a character who's supposed to be dressed up. But yeah, so Lonnie gets my best, best character, best wardrobe. Um, and Chanel and Gabby gets honorable mention from me. Nick? Um, I'm also going to go with Lonnie Price Grant. Um, like Dylan said, like Ariad said, she don't miss. Like they, <laughs> she whenever, whenever they dress Lonnie, she's dressed, and it's it always makes sense for the occasion or for whatever she's doing. And like Sal is proving why she won America's Next Top Model. Like she can wear some fucking clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if she got on slippers, she's still. I didn't know she won. Yeah, she won, she won. nine cycle nine, I think. But she. Like she's worth everything they've put her in because she she works so well with how they dress her. And I've I don't think I've ever paid that much attention to anyone's clothing on any show. <laughs> she looked good. <laughs> That's my choice. Y'all finna shoot me. I know who you're gonna say, but go ahead. But my best dress award goes to Sierra Alice Brady. Wait, oh what? Wait, what? <laughs> That's not what I was expecting. I thought. See, I didn't do this for y'all. No, listen. I thought. Well, Lonnie don't Allie. wear ugly clothes. Like no, uh, no tea, no look, shade, look, no pink look, lemonade. Let me explain. Let me explain. I oh, I think why. I think I know why. <laughs> Go, on. Go on, sir. I'm a man <laughs> of a younger age, and. In my generation, like Christopher Mayer said a few weeks ago, fine, let's not make it about comfort. Let's make it about sex. And Sierra is, she dresses so cheap, and I love that for me. <laughs> I am of a generation where we just treat. I mean, like Dolly Parton said, it takes a lot of money to look this cheap. I mean, even down to my house coat, you know how people have robes that are all covered up? Let me tell you how my house coat is. I, mine has a slit that goes all the way up to my pelvis and the neckline goes all the way down to below my belly button. We like to show skin and sex and I love that about us. And Sierra is really envisioning that. And that's why she gets my best dress award. 
Y'all not gonna shame me for this. I mean, we we could we could move on. Damn, just because I like cheapness doesn't mean <laughs> it's not. I, I mean, it can be cheap, but it still needs to be cute. It's cheap and it's not cute. I swear, I thought you were gonna pick Kate. So when you yeah, said Sierra, I was thought like, you were picking Kate too. Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love you. Thought he was going with Allie. No, I mean, like, I get where he's coming from. I love me an Insta thought too, but it needs to be <laughs> what? what? I, <laughs> I think sometimes y'all forget that I too like girls. Like, <laughs> no, I, no, I'm saying I was missing the Insta. I didn't you say that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that was it. <laughs> A trap. I love a good trap. And Sierra <laughs> embodies that. And that's why she got that award. I'm not explaining it to nobody. If you want to come to my mentions, we can talk about it. If you want to meet on the streets, we can fight. <laughs> Anyways, first dress award. Dylan. Oh, we doing that? I, somehow, mm-hmm. I missed, I, somehow I skipped over that. But well, you made your feelings clear. So <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I wouldn't give it to her. I would not, I actually wouldn't give this award to Sierra. Um, I would say for the first half of the year, just just off this, whatever wardrobe was going through in the first half of the year when they were dressing Allie, it, the struggle was really, really, really real. Oh. And given Juno. <laughs> and i get it like i i know because even if she was being like conservative and covered up it didn't have to be ugly (laughs) it was ugly (laughs) like it was just it was ugly like (laughs) like she could have been conservative and covered up and and it it didn't have to be ugly but it was ugly because like bell is a very conservatively dressed character and she almost got this one me, not even gonna but her clothes aren't generally ugly. They're not ugly, but they're very matronly for a yeah, woman. Like, yeah, like yeah, she she Belle dresses a good 10 to 15 years older than what she is. Oh my but mama, she do. <laughs> it's very school mom, but it's not uh, they were dressing Allie just up. It was ugly. <laughs> it was ugly. I'm do we gonna call it this words day? Tony. <laughs> um mine might catch me a couple strays, but that's okay. I can take it. Um mine was Nicole. Girl. Ari, Ari Zucker is a new not Ari <laughs> the stallion. <laughs> Ari Zucker is a gorgeous woman, but they insist on putting Nicole in the loudest, ugliest dresses known to man, and I am offended. Hold up, y'all. Wait a minute. Hold on Wait, Tony, I, I just thought just of something. Have good taste. We're, we're finna name characters, and if nobody names Susan Banks, all of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, well, let's like, be honest. Susan is, Susan is supposed to be that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, Susan make Susan being tacky makes sense. I'm <laughs> just saying though, like, it, but Tony, like everybody doesn't have good taste, dear. We understand. <laughs> Listen, I just like they always put her in these loud floral prints. I don't know what the fuck she was wearing that let other me tell day. You something. In that orange dress with the, I don't know what the fuck it was in the scenes with Sammy the other day, but it was just all. It's called ugly. fashion. <laughs> nah. it's, it's called Sir. ugly, is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you when Nicole, I don't know what scene this was, but when she was wearing that tan cashmere sweater with the matching, she won. Y'all if they kidding. dressed Nicole the way they dressed her in the Christmas movie, she would not be on this list. We but she she, she looked good in that Christmas. Yeah, she really did. I told y'all Ari the Stallion. <laughs> to the listeners, we're giving out awards. We can't accustom for certain tastes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, I, knew I, I knew I was gonna catch strays on that one, and I'm fine with it. I have a bulletproof vest just in case. case. Anyone not named Lonnie, Chanel, and Gabby gets worse dressed. Move now, on. You gotta, Nick, pick one. you gotta pick. But like. I, I, you gotta I, pick one. Beyond rules. Money, money, money. Uh, honestly, I have four. Just pick, oh, just pick, pick one. one. Pick one. Pick one because I have legend, like reasons for these four. Just, just pick, pick one. Pick one. <laughs> pick one. Oh, who pick should one. I pick? We don't know who you got. <laughs> I have Sierra, I have Marlena, I have Kate, and I have Nicole. And even Sammy. I respect two of those. (laughs) Go with Marlena. That might that's an odd choice, but go ahead. I respect that one. I respect that one. Fucking pants. Like my my mom loves her blazers too. She shows them off to me all the time. Happy to see Marlena in her blazers. I was like, Mom, look at this. But I don't know. Like, it'd be different if we got something special every now and then. Yeah. We but do the same like three it's dresses. Always the blazers. And Their version of Marlena's special is those same three dresses or a bedazzled pants. I loved Marlena's wardrobe in the movie. Exactly. I don't get why we have to go with blazers all the time for her. <laughs> a nice sweater. Some yeah, around the house. we get a few occasions with her in like I loved. There was one scene she was wearing jeans and just like long the sweater. jeans and the dark and the dark blue sweater. Yes, I love those. Yeah, scenes. so these have to go. And Sierra is on this list because I think her outfits cute on occasion. I just feel like oftentimes they're it's a mist. For... And this one particular pants that really pisses me off every time. <laughs> We're back on her lip. It's the uh, most used pants they have. It's that black one with the green blouse. Ooh, yeah. Oh, if I see that pants one more time, I'm flying to Burbank and burning it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Ariet, but you picked a good one. A few others. I feel like ninety nine percent of the show, like the characters, don't know how to dress. Well, I'll but... just, we'll just call a thing a thing on this day. Richard Bloor needs a new job. Yes, he does. Damn, y'all name like them. Go... <laughs> I mean, find old boy from General Hospital in the unemployment line. Yeah, yeah. Jillian, Jillian <laughs> named him that too. But I feel like if you're 
if they're not Lonnie, Chanel, or Gabby, be on this damn list because who some of these choices they drive me crazy. And it's like I feel like it's really important to dress the characters based on who they are or based on the theme because the wardrobe tells a story as well. And having it be a miss kind of throws you off. And Kate Demera, oh Kate Demera, Kate Roberts deserves to be on this list too because half of the year, oh, I don't know what she was wearing. God, the, the bargain basement but it was ugly. so ugly is just offensive. <laughs> Y'all gonna leave her alone. That was her prince No, the fuck era. we will not. <laughs> no, not her prince not. era. <laughs> prince is offended yeah. you would even say that. Um, <laughs> I'm she, he, he. Also, I have another pantsuit I hate. That white one with the lavender <laughs> That individual pantsuit. <laughs> I love that he's and that pantsuit. <laughs> okay, well, you can save that for your pantsuit. It was cute. I think we should let Nick give his name. <laughs> only pantsuit that was cute was the one she wore for Ilani's wedding. The glittery glittery pantsuit. And she better Remember only that pull one? that out for special occasions. That's it. That's all. I don't want to see it no more. But <laughs> definitely that black one with the green blouse. If oh, I see it one more time. I'm breaking you're going to burn it, we know. I mean it. I'm breaking my foot in the ass. I want to know why to stop it. Nick, well, who was your worst dress? Sierra Alice Brady Weston. I... Grandpa! <laughs> Listen, oh, much like Dylan, I love an thought too. However, <laughs> Sierra's wardrobe never makes sense for the season or for who Sierra is. A whole never gets cold. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if it's 30 degrees outside. That's kind of why she's on my list too, because it never makes sense. It doesn't make sense for who Sierra. It just feels random. I don't it feels care if it's like 30 they... degrees outside. I'm still sharing this chest. Nah. I'm on my Nina like... Garcia. I question your it... taste level. <laughs> it feels like half the time she's going to a nightclub and it's the middle of exactly. a damn day. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> half the time I'm like, Sierra, where are you going, ma'am? Like, what See, you... I just dress too sexy. <laughs> Dressing sexy and like it just you can dress sexy. No, Gabby is almost always dressed sexy. Yeah. But she looks good. She looks, it looks like it makes sense for what she's doing and where she is in life. And it don't make sense for who Sierra is. It just doesn't feel like Sierra to me. It, and it always throws me off because I'm always wondering, where are you going? Like, <laughs> like it's, 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 it's December and this past week she had on something with her belly out and we supposed to be worried about her baby. Is the baby going to freeze to death? Like, what's, where, where are you going, ma'am? It's cold outside. Michael, put it's some, January. Put, put some clothes on. on. And it, it just doesn't make sense for who Sierra is. Like, no matter what time of year they're dressing her for, it just don't make sense. This conversation is triggering me. <laughs> <laughs> that's Michael, just not, that's it's just not January. Sierra. Put a shirt on. <laughs> that's just not Sierra. Sierra Michael, you're wearing can... gray sweatpants. Why don't you have on any underwear? Michael, <laughs> what? Michael, <laughs> Michael, try to walk around in the middle of January here. No jacket on. <laughs> gonna freeze over here in sweden probably 
so, but my nipples will look good because they're hard. Oh, <laughs> oh like it's not. It's not. Your... <laughs> it's not even her being over sex, overly sexual. It's just the clothes don't make sense for who Sierra is. That's my issue. Like it doesn't go with her personality for me. Go ahead, Michael. Okay. I'm really curious what your pick is, Michael. My worst dress award goes to Abigail Devon. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I shouldn't be shocked by this. <laughs> I'm shocked at Snout Marlena given his reaction to Ariad's, but yeah, the little house of the fairy boomers who got a good Abby is ordering <laughs> her dresses from the Hope for the Future line. She Over is there on the bold and the beautiful. Remember those nightgowns your grandmas used to wear to babe? <laughs> she goes to the store and knows. My God. And when she was pregnant, it wasn't that bad. But now well, because they literally had her in coats every day to hide her stomach, so we didn't really get to see much. Every day she walk on the screen, I'm thinking, Pa, John Boy <laughs> fell down the bed again. <laughs> Do better. Oh, I feel you though. And Marcy's so yeah, beautiful. She dresses like a little house on the prairie school, Marm. They never understood Abigail's wardrobe choices because even under Kate Nancy, like it wasn't Little House on the Prairie bad, but it was Michael Jackson wannabe bad. It was better than this. <laughs> well, that's debatable. Marginally. <laughs> if they don't start making jokes about how Abigail can't dress, leave this on the playground. <laughs> that's all I have to say. I can imagine that happening and then Chad be like, leave her alone. That's my wife. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still I'm just like Anna ain't the the like, do they even remember that Anna used to be in fashion because her right? not being the, her not being the wardrobe stylist for Johnny's movie was such an odd choice when he literally asked Trick for help and not Anna I'm like what the fuck is this and it pisses me off more because Jennifer used to dress down in these streets she did. Yeah. Oh, you must got that from Jack. Everything in the damn Oh, God. Well, I can't even say that because Jack used to dress in them suits too. Oh, always the black sheep. Honestly, girl. she takes after her Aunt Adrian. Yeah, yeah, because she couldn't dress either. Jesus, Adrian. <laughs> well, Adrian couldn't dress, but she she, she couldn't how dress to... in the eighties either. That's the thing. But yeah, Adrian, she, she they never dress. dressed Adrian well. She could not dress, and I honestly believe this because the actress actually has breasts, and they don't know how to work with them. Mm, speak on it. But Adrian couldn't dress either. But you know what she could do? She could rock the fuck out of a shortcut. Yes, yeah, she could. <laughs> That's, true. That's what saved that character. But anyway, smartest character award, Dylan. Oh, let me. Okay, my smart. <laughs> Look, y'all may not get it. I know it was hard to pick this year, y'all. <laughs> oh no, mine was easy. Y'all may not get it, but I'm gonna stand in it ten toes down. My smartest character is Tony Demir. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> He don't want to, he don't want any part of the match. Exactly. <laughs> Tony. Yeah, I am tan and I am showing off these veneers and you better not say nothing else to me. I'm pouring a drink. Honestly, Tony is the one resident of Salem 
that has learned how to mind his business and live his best unbothered rich ass life. I love that for him. I, see, this man comes, he stirs the pot a little bit. He makes sure his siblings haven't done anything that's going to lighten his pockets or implode <laughs> the family. And then he dips before anybody's mess can spill over onto him. And then he come back right soon as it's over. Soon as soon as it's over. <laughs> Is the coast clear? He gives Is advice. Is everything kosher? I like Tony will give you advice and then he'll be like, but y'all be safe though. You know, like he's not <laughs> now. He is not overly involved in anyone else's drama. He is not in the line of anyone else's fire. It is iconic behavior and everyone should aspire to get on his level. Tony DeMera. That's my smartest character. I'm I'm, going to have to high five you on that one. That was a good one. Tony? (laughs) Mine is Sean Douglas Brady. My fave remains the smartest character in Salem on a regular basis and I love to see it. Yeah, but when 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 them brain cells don't be brain selling, he he ends up sliding across. <laughs> yeah, you, know what, you know what? He had, he, he had all his dumb years in his teenage years and his yeah, early twenties. Yeah, now, that was both sides of the family. Now he but, had cult territory. But like, but like recently, like in the last couple of years, he has not had a moment where he's dumb at all. Like, could. Because I don't think there's any moment in 2020 or 2021 where you can look back and say, Sean, what are you doing? Yeah, Sean and John pretty much keep custody of the male brain. Pretty much. (laughs) Now, listen, Sean Sean Brady has come very, very, very far because in the early early 2000s, homeboy had no brain in his head. Yeah. That's why I never did vibe with that, Sean. the The choices he made were questionable as fuck. That was but the bold years in him. But he has come <laughs> such a long way and I am so proud. So now he, he is my smartest character. Now when he's stupid, he's very much like his mother. <laughs> but what? Hope was stupid too. Right. Yeah. I actually would have to say Belle. Because no, I almost picked her. She is showing this here like how smart she is and She's showing that she is John and Marlena's daughter because look at her, like sensing all along that something was off with her mom. And she's right now in the middle of, I hate the story. I really hate it. You guys know it. I, I hate it all the time. But Belle is being so smart. She is, knows something is not right about this. She knows, like, she is always on it. And this year has really shown it. She's had some off years, just like Sean, but this has been Belle's year in this smartest character category. Grandpa. Oh, I'm back to Grandpa now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Errol Brady. Well, as yeah. much as this character irritates the hell out of me, hmm. Chris, Chris and Demare is nobody's dummy. Yeah, <laughs> she, yeah that's true. <laughs> she, she, she does all the dirt in the world, but she ain't going to jail. <laughs> she, she gonna get what she want, either her man or her baby, and she don't care who she got to use to do it. Mm-hmm. Like she, which one? Hold on, which one? <laughs> what do you mean? Which Krista? 
Oh my god! Oh, here you go. We're not right, opening right now. There's only one. There's only one on screen technically. So I'm talking about the current Kristen. That was two this year. No, on screen on the main show. Let it go, <laughs> sir. We're not gonna go into details. She's not. It's that was not really. Just... That was not really in Salem, so it doesn't matter. She's a figment of the devil's creation. <laughs> well, but, she done blackmailed Gwen. She blackmailed Gwen into getting her out of jail to keep her from jail. She blackmailed Ava into keeping her out of jail twice. She was ready to run off with that baby, but got caught because of Patchy the Pirate. But I I like like she annoys the hell out of me, but I like the fact that like when she slapped the shit out of EJ for being pissed that he was the reason she got caught. <laughs> like she just she just has common sense she feels like Stefano's child even though they didn't share blood you can tell she learned at his foot because she's not going to jail she don't care what she did well my smartest character award would have to go to Nicole Walker Brady mainly I can't be- even argue that point it's- mainly because when Sammy blew up her marriage she didn't even think why she looked at him she said i knew it was you bitch and i'm gonna pay you back in tenfold i'm gonna get you and a week later in our time you know in a week in salem time today she blew up sammy's marriage just that quick and to me that's just a smart bitch and i love her for that and that is my smartest character award dumbest character award dylan Okay, y'all. <laughs> I know we had a pick with this one. <laughs> Tony jokes all the time that the men in Salem share custody of the same brain. And I feel like she might be onto something because I truly had the hardest time choosing between Jake, Jack, Brady, Chad, Ooh. Xander, and Philip. <laughs> and in the end, I went with Jake solely because of who was probably Tony's least favorite character this year, let us throw it back to Karma and Merlina. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hated that man. (laughs) Say what you will about Chad falling for Gwen's schemes or Xander not catching on to something being off with Sarah or Brady being a himbo or Philip currently being crazier than a bag full of squirrels, none <laughs> of them met up with a whole murderer carrying a loaded gun that they knew they had no intention or even desire to use, got said gun taken away from them after being laughed at, and then got the mayor shot. So Jake Lambert, Jake Demira, Jake Alamein, whatever you want to call yourself, you are a dumbass and this award belongs to you. We're we're calling him Jake Lambert because he is too stu- stupid to earn any of those other names. I mean, he's there's some dumbass Demeras, let's not lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even even that like even Chad done. would not have done like I, No, 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 hold on. Listen, Chad he, EJ, the whole EJ, phone with Kristen. EJ, when EJ brings a gun places, he actually shoots it. John right? is testament to that. Don't say that. That was so beat. <laughs> <laughs> Poor John. 
Well, I'm going to pick up one of Dylan's picks. Mine is Xander Cook Kyriakis. The man did not catch a clue about Sarah, despite working with Kristen in a mask mere weeks after Sarah disappeared. <laughs> His solution to the Snyder problem only caused more, more problems than they solved. He is nah, pretty, but that. my God, is he dumb. Leave him both alone. Ariette, dumbest character. Um, hmm. There's been so many. <laughs> Can I... <laughs> Like, even some of my faves have made some choices here. They're, like, consistently dumb. For instance, Jake and all what Dylan said. Xander. I thought Eli was stupid with the whole towel thing. He's not the dumbest character, so that doesn't work. Uh, I don't know. So many. How should I pick one? This is a struggle <laughs> once again. Aria goes to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but... Oh. We will we huh. will allow the men of Salem just because it's true. I guess I will say Jake. He's just a dumbass, like Dylan said. Honestly, <laughs> he deserves this category because he's dumb as fuck. Consistently. Yes. <laughs> That's my- <laughs> She's like consistently. Yeah, I mean, but I, I have mean, given up. <laughs> Me, dumb character. Well, nobody said his name yet, and I'm surprised, but I'm um, Ray Fernandez. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, he I, I is have the for a different category. That's worst right. cop on the planet. He don't believe nothing nobody, nothing Ali say, nothing Sammy say, nothing any nothing anybody say, but he believe everything Ava says. I'm confused. Like crimes are committed in his house. He has nobody fucking clue. Ava has helped oh. Kristen escape prison on twice. your watch not once but twice and you don't have find your phone app on this heifer she's a former mob princess and you're first of all you're grinning in her face about to sleep with nicole and telling her you don't really want her and you know she used to be crazy why are you not taking why aren't you taking precautions sir she's you know her history you're an idiot because if once ava snaps she's gonna slice and dice your shit and i'm gonna laugh it's rave he needs to be fired. I'm tired. <laughs> you living in the house with a, <laughs> with a mafia princess. I'm down. It's true. And Can't even argue with you. No idea that she's helped the Salem's biggest fugitive escape twice. Like, what are you Jake doing? Jake and Gabby were planning an entire corporate takeover under his roof. He had no idea. They were like... Str- He's an like, idiot. <laughs> and he's too busy having sex to actually go look for the devil. The thing is that he started I mean, I being get a, that part. <laughs> <laughs> he started being an idiot early in the year with the um investigation into Charlie's death. He's dumb. He's so dumb. Question all the wrong people that don't make and sense. And he never <laughs> used to be like when yeah. he when he got to town, he was so smart. He was the one who figured out the baby switch. But I swear to God, living in Salem, being a man depletes your brain cells. It must be all them blanks he's shooting because maybe oh, it's just no. no. Okay, next. Okay. <laughs> okay, my, I have a tie for my dumbest character award. My co-hosts have hit the men. I'm going to hit the women. Claire Brady and Sarah <laughs> Wait, was Claire here this year? Yeah, she left in, she left in August. 
damn, that was this year? Yeah. yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> first thing. The, the, the Charlie reveal was at the start of the year. And then she was helping Ben find Sierra. And then. Oh, yeah, that's when I called her dumb. <laughs> uh, okay. I've said it on this podcast before. Claire Brady, you dumb. You dumb, you dumb. Because when you were sitting there in Hope's living room, arguing with Charlie, and your dumb ass just sat there and did nothing and just yelled, can someone help me? If you don't pick up that damn Renaissance couch and go to work, Sarah, you get an opportunity to not be kidnapped. Oh, Lord. I'm what never getting know? over this. Nothing in your brain says, yeah, bitch, bitch, beat, 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 beat. He's <laughs> <laughs> insane, bro. Oh, God. You're not the couch, I- sir. I'm still stuck on that. <laughs> bro, you saw that cheap-ass couch. You can pick it up with one hand. <laughs> I would have told that living room up. It's somebody I would have thrown Jan's healing crystal at his head and, <laughs> and honestly if she was anyone else's daughter i would give her some leeway but we just saw your grandmama throwing bowls across the country this year girl if you don't pick up something and beat that man behind and that's why they got my dumbest character award I, the stupidity that's why i don't feel sorry for sarah in that island why <laughs> why I don't. I, 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 she put herself in that predicament because had it been be, me i would have right i would have sat there and looked and said let me get miss kitty and get the hell out of dodge because that's exactly what i'm going to do and really? she did not do that she ran back trying to fight the dumb cow <laughs> That was so stupid. Oh, I'm never getting over it. A doctor? She can't doctor shit on me. (laughs) Well, I mean, she's she's a better doctor than Kayla, but that's... Yeah, I'll I'll give you that. Leave my shit alone! Because the way... way... (laughs) Oh, no. Arya's hated her since she tried to deliver a baby to somebody's feet. (laughs) (laughs) It was Henry, I think. (laughs) Oh God. No, I was done with her. The delivery scenes with Allie. I gave her a lot one. of leeway, but I was done when she was about to cut Abe dead and he miraculously came back and she wasn't doing <laughs> That's what I knew. She would have never lasted in Seattle Grace. <laughs> okay. The Thomas and Charlotte DeMera Award for Biggest Waste of Space. Dylan. <laughs> okay. I told you I was gonna give them a shout out. You are terrible. <laughs> okay. Um, I went back and forth on this one too. Jake was in the running, Trip was in the running, Jack was in the running. I settled on Gwen, and here's why. I know that's right. <laughs> Emily O'Brien is freaking brilliant. And they have yet to pin a story that uses her talent to the best of the, of its abilities. It is a testament to her talent that Gwen is even remotely viable at this point. But ever since the reveal of her being Jack's daughter, really, honestly, ever since they put her into the Demira mansion. Literally putting her in that vortex of suck was the worst thing they ever did. Like nothing with her has been enjoyable ever since. It's been a lot of almost, but not quite. Like this pairing with Xander on paper, it looks like it should be fun and messy and steamy and really, really soapy. But they immediately 
saddled them with that weekend at Bernie's ass plot with Sister <laughs> that we oh, didn't no. care about. I, what? <laughs> 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 It just, it didn't give them an opportunity to deliver on the potential. And I feel like that's been the refrain with Gwen as a character for a long time now. She came in with so much potential to be this fun, bitchy, messy, scheming vixen. And she was at first. And then it just all fell apart. And so for me, that makes her biggest waste of space because it's the most disappointing and avoidable thing right on Dilla. right on tony uh my biggest waste of space is rafe galen was unfired because ken loves him but good lord nothing rafe has done is working he hasn't had a decent pairing since sammy and he's a smug sanctimonious asshat 95 percent of the time oh he literally does nothing it's on screen all the time you wrote this out. And this has been Tony's reading rainbow. <laughs> Trip Dalton. I'll um, give you continues take massive elves. This will be the set. I mean, it's going to happen eventually. We know it. But it continues to take massive elves and relationships. And dragging Allie down to a level where I'm just frustrated and he's, he's not an, inter- an interesting character to me, to me, to everyone who listens or any one of you who likes him, so I don't know why, but <laughs> anyway. Not the Philip fan. Get- <gasps> okay, <laughs> let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking about taking L's, not the Philip fan. Let's He's going to take an L as well. We know he's going to take it. He's going to. In Philip's defense, at least he's actively taking the L and not just sitting there. I would prefer he'd be doing something to sabotage himself. <laughs> Trip is just here so he don't no. get fined. Basically. <laughs> I'm just here until she fires me. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> We with all Philip, been there before. We've been there before, no, but, so I can't. With Philip, it's obvious, really obvious that he's going to take a massive L. And I, like I said, I wanted to see that downfall if we got the focus. And like, I, I enjoy his side of the story, but he is lacking. But anyway, that's another discussion. Um, but Trip, why is you here? <laughs> that's basically all I have to say on him. Why? Why? He's the biggest waste of space. He's dragged oddly down. He's not an interesting character to watch. Okay, if he was scheming. I don't hate the character, but he's also extremely, I don't know, frustrating. Tired. If he did something like he did back in 2017 when he was scheming and all that stuff, fine. I could be enjoying him, but right now he's just being this boring vanilla character and I have no use for him. So... Trip Dalton, go. You can go. Bye. Um, it took me a while to f- pick this one. I tried to, because f- I was confused as to what specifically it meant to me. Um, but I chose Jacob Lambert <laughs> <Demera>. <laughs> You 
a flop, sir. I don't know what else to say. Like you're, you're, a, you're, a, you're a flop. You're a flop. You're a, you're a flop. Like Brandon Barash came in to fill a role for a character that was a was horrible. <laughs> that was dead in the water. He it really was. He did a little bit to salvage his place on the show with his chemistry with Gabby, but for me, it never was enough. So killing him off was a blessing for me. I wanted to nominate Lonnie for sainthood. But when they brought in Jake, <laughs> I <laughs> thought we were going to get a little bit of Johnny Demera. We're getting Pee Wee Herman as a um. <laughs> he is so. Let's move on. He's so he's so airheaded and y'all are mean. Stupid. Oh my goodness! Brandon Brandon Barish deserves better than this because he can he do does. better. Yeah. And it's just like you. Why is he so dumb? Y'all have sure been mean as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, are we sure this is Stefano and Vivian's child? Something don't make sense. This y'all, don't make no sense. He's terrible. This, this was supposed to be fun. It's fun. It we, is fun. <laughs> oh God, y'all are drag him. The biggest waste of space is Jake Demera. He's dragging Gabby down. We're gonna talk about dragging a character down. Oh, he's, oh, he's, he's, he's dragged K- Gabby down. He dragged Kate down. I'm over it. Let him go. He's yeah. dragging himself down because Brandon Barash is not the same. Y'all are mean. The okay. truth. Sir, that is not your lesson to teach. Uh, I'm not mean. I'm very nice, actually. But that, I'm nice, that... too. I'm just honest. So that's My what... goodness. Okay. The Thomas and Charlotte DeMera Award for Biggest Waste of Space. For me, would have to go to Ray Fernandez. Tony read him so elegantly that I'm not even going to do it. So I'm just going to say this. Ken Corday, I want you to pull out your phone book. And I want you to call your old friend, Mal Young. And I want you to ask him this specific question. What store did you get the gift that you gave Michelle Morgan so I can oh give it to Galen and Galen? Oh, no! <laughs> Another character. I don't know that we want that. That uh, that wasn't a part of the gift. The gift was the swift killing. Do that. Do that. I need. Give him yeah. the gift. Yeah, because the way I had the Mal way I had myself convinced he was going to care. be exiting, saving Sierra and dying. Go to Bloomingdale's. Didn't happen. Macy's. Wait, wait, wait. Ferragamo. What? Dior. Whatever. <laughs> Get the gift that Mal Young gave Michelle Morgan and give it to Gaylon. Michael when Rafe said, was originally best, Vince McMahon and wish him wait, wish was Rafe supposed to die? No, I thought he was. When when we knew that Galen was oh. leaving in 20, like all, around the oh, time. Oh, I remember that. I remember yeah. the, uh, Give him a yeah, nice yeah. Tiffany blue box with a nice pink slip at the bottom of it. <laughs> and when I ended up being very wrong, I was very upset. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't hate Ray. Just get rid of them, man. Get rid of them. It's not that we hate him. It's just that they don't know what to do with him. Yeah. At one point, I liked Ray, but now I just want to punch him in the face every time. Like like I said, he is a sanctimonious asshat 95% of the time. He is the character that makes me change the channel. You should have seen my, I posted on a popular opinions thread, and none of my opinions got as much like reaction as saying i don't hate grave because everyone was like what are you saying somebody was like girl please i don't hate him i could just do without him 
yeah, like I, I don't need him to be here. Like if he left tomorrow, I would be completely fine. I would dance. I dance again. <laughs> Oh, it was oh hilarious God. seeing the reactions. Everyone was like, "They they Rafe. haven't known what to do with Rafe post Sammy at all, yeah. at all, and really really post Kate because him and Kate were hot too." But yeah, and after honestly, that, putting him know. with Hope was the destruction of that character. And I told I told people when so they started suggesting it and shipping, I said, "This ain't gonna work. Y'all y'all need to listen to me. No one listened, and they did it and see what happened." <laughs> it was so unlikable with Hope. He and was. he was the problem. Like I said, he's the problem in every nah, relationship. They were both the problem. Most... Be real. <laughs> I know, too. Yeah, I right, let's move on. Problem. Let's move on. Most in need of a story. Dylan. Okay. Um, I was torn between Shell and Stela here. Don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, listen. I, I, I mean, I, I get it. Because if we have to watch Stela, they should at least be doing something. Yeah. But ultimately, I ain't say it, man. <laughs> ultimately, I went a different direction and I went with a mother son combo. And they have got to come up with something for Trip and Ava. They they just have to. I need her Ooh. out of the kitchen, and I need Please him God. to have a purpose outside of helping Allie change Henry's diapers. Yeah, like, I don't have oopsie. or sewing his damn baby blankets. Like the. I, <laughs> Uh, is he 20 or 80? Like, what? what? See, see, <laughs> y'all saying this now. But when the Ava finally get put out of Ray's house and she started living with Trip, all that's going to happen is Ava going to be in the kitchen. You wait already. Live with Trip where? <laughs> he can't, she can't live with Trip. That's, don't he live with Stayla? Oh, I he forgot lives- he don't have his own place. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, is, and- he is on the passenger side of his daddy's ride. I don't okay? give a damn about that family. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care where any of them live. Hell, they can live on the Salem bypass. <laughs> so it's like, they just, they need to put some care into consideration into these characters if they're going to have them on the campus. Because right now, it's just a waste of their time and their talent, and they're just treading water. They're just there. They're just, they're, they're, they're just getting a check. And I know that both of these actors can do more. Like, uh, we've, like, Tamara Braun, it's, it's Tamara Braun. Like, give her something to do. I, they need to do better. They need a story. Both of them need a story. If they're going to be yes. here, they need to be in a story she was going to be mine too so i'm gonna give you that one tony um mine most in need of a story is shell uh the children of super couples who are a super couple in their own right deserve a story more than once a year and while i've enjoyed the vast majority of material we have gotten for them in the last couple of years we need more they need their own focus we need more of them and that's just the bottom line Ariette, most in need of a story. I would have to say, I've said it, said it before, but Sean and Belle. I, Martha and Brandon have shown that they can carry a story over and over again. And sure, I like the place Sean and Belle are in currently, but they shouldn't brush, only brush Jan off to give them a story. Like, that shouldn't be the only story they get. So I feel like Sean and Belle are in need of a story of their own that doesn't have to do with like supporting others 
Um, they deserve it. And I hope one eventually, but yeah. Nick? Um, I had two for this, but Tony, um, actually Dylan already mentioned one of them as Trip Dalton. He needs a story because he's just there. Um, but the person I really want to focus on is Elijah Grant. He's there. He's Lamona is dynamic. He's charming. People want to see him on screen, but yeah. you just have him doing. He's just supporting, like, and he's like he's not even supporting in the way Lucas and Roman are supporting. He's very far in the background, and it's weird because it wasn't always like that. All this stuff going on with Lonnie and Paulina. He's, he hasn't he hasn't had any confrontations with Polini as it has had any confrontations with Olivia like give him something to do people want to see him replace Rafe with him and we would be fine like we wouldn't hate Rafe so much we need to see more of Eli he has a past you could explore he used to work for the FBI mm -hmm. he destroyed his best friend's lives by sending one of by sending them to prison where one of them died there's story there he has a daddy who should have never been killed there's story there he has a mother who we want to see there's story there and write also, something for like, Eli Grant like just to point out the elephant in the room oh yes, you have yeah. an actor that is on a very popular primetime show yep why are you not taking advantage of that I can only think of one reason and it's quite <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. My most in need of a story is a couple, and that couple is Bonnie and Justin. <sighs> I don't know who that lady was y'all brought on. <laughs> whatever her name is that indiana jones wife should have shoot the hell out of y'all for but don't ever do that again don't do that again do right by this they stayed with y'all especially our lord and savior judy evans she really shouldn't have came back after y'all killed adrian the way y'all did but she did do right by her, because she could have easily went to the young and the rest. I'm not going to say GH, because I, I don't wish nobody over there no more. But no. <laughs> she could have easily left us. We have her. We have Wally Kurth, who easily making more money at the General Hospital and could be making more. Use them, please, because they have chemistry. I actually jive with Justin and Bonnie. I like them, but give them a story. They're not 70. This don't have to be the end for them. And that is my most in need of a story. The Katie McLean Award for please just recast them, Dylan. Uh yeah. Well, that's that's it right there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, give me Katie McLean back as Jennifer Rose Horton. That's 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 all I got. That's 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 what that is. Give me, give oh. it back, please. Give it back. <laughs> give it back. <laughs> Thank you. Somebody was going to have that one. I didn't know that the award was named after her, though. Oh, I did. I, I thought that was going to be enough homage, but here we are. <laughs> I, I, listen, I'm tired. I, Matt, you, you, I'm just saying the other Jennifer, y'all ain't asked where she was on January 6th. 
Oh shit! Tony. Tony. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, some of us did wonder. But... I, do, I, <laughs> I do. Allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> Where was she allegedly? I'm not behind this nice head. Oh, good God Almighty. Okay. Uh, please just recast them. I ended up going in a bit of a different direction. I had somebody else, but I decided to change it up. And I chose Paul Narita. I think Paul needs to be on the show and Christopher Sean stays booked and busy. So recast and bring Paul home. Ariette? I, I definitely agree with Dylan, but if I have to pick someone else, I, I, I talked about her in my, um, in my unpopular opinion thread. I think this character is really missing with this crew. And if you can't have the original actress, recast Mimi. I knew this. <laughs> I'd rather shoot glass. Michael, leave me alone. Like, if you can't have Farah back in the role, because she lives, I don't know if she was, she'd be willing to commute all the time. Okay, now they bring that fine one back who was under last blast. But I, I want Farah back with... as Mimi. But. Yeah have her back recast her and bring her back because she is needed i think to do what <laughs> to be a fun present because there's try, so much dro- <laughs> there's so you terrible so much- she's needed. needed she's needed she's not necessarily needed let me tell you why <laughs> Move on. Take the wheel. Bitch, just go. Y'all terrible. No, we all fight the same thing. You are so mean. Everybody went, wait a minute. Um, Words um, mean things, (laughs) Ariette. My character. Like the pastor says, that's a what, not a need. <laughs> Explain why she was needed, but you don't want to hear it, so. <laughs> okay, give me that, please. I got it. you look at the Last of Us crew right now, they're... Everyone is going through some shit right now. She, okay, for a good while, and then we had her scheming and all. I'm not scheming, lying, you said it. Um, but Mimi brought that fun, lighthearted presence to the crew back in like mid I don't know I wouldn't say mid but like 2002 2004 yeah she brought that lighthearted, fun presence to the crew she kind of was the glue she's the glue that is missing even if you hate her which you can her presence is missed like she could be the one she was the one who came with like the witty side comments and that is what they need right now. Just lighthearted and being silly because they are too, and, understand, and understandably so, they're very serious. Like they're going through some, some real things right now. But like, presence could do so much and it could add another layer to them. And I think her, she's the missing piece of this. I don't want the recast, but it's, they should. So they can bring Mimi back to canvas. Because Rex isn't needed. I I love Eric Winter's Rex, but this character, this recast wasn't needed. But Mimi, she she's needed. So bring her back. 
I'll let you have that, Aria, even though all, if they bring her back, all she's going to do is whine and take care of Amelia Bedelia, because I can't remember her child's name. Emily. Emily Brady. <laughs> Emily Lockhart Brady. That, that's her name? Okay. Yes. I thought it was Amelia Bedelia. Now I'm going to watch y'all. <laughs> Nick. Okay. Oh. Or please recast. Um, it's Brandon Walker. Um, he's needed. Like Faye done died, Lexi oh. died. <laughs> Faye died, Lexi died, and oh. gets shot every three to five years. Theo has caught a bullet and been paralyzed. <laughs> Nicole blew up. And he's off he, of the jungle with Celeste. <laughs> right. Like Nicole blew up. Hey, come they, back. They made him rise. <laughs> like just ill. <laughs> <laughs> And he ha- he gained the sister in Lonnie and lost the sister. His father's life is a mess. Just re- recast Brandon. This is ridiculous. He's missed too much. Like when he and when he get home, Abe and Theo need to have smoke for him. Because what the hell you been there? I had. Like, <laughs> well, no, nah, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Well, no, Br- Brandon's been with I, Theo I in South Africa. Africa. He needs to be on the screen in Salem. <laughs> I had a rich cast of him, but never mind. Oh Ooh. God, who? No, I said never mind. It was bad. It was a passing thought. I then I remember. <laughs> okay, no, podcast. you have to say it now. <laughs> Damn it, Dean Kane. Get out of here. He's too old. <laughs> he <just> ain't black. <laughs> what? That was, no, that wasn't my real. That wasn't my real one. Oh, <laughs> you shot. Because uh-huh. the other one, he's Hispanic, but he is of the dark. So yeah, I, I'm just gonna leave that one on the playground. But my just recast I'm gonna work goes to Eric Brady. I love Greg Vine, but let Greg Vine's cash and lady old checks. And unless they really, really write him one damn great story, he's not gonna come back full time. And Eric is really, really needed on the canvas at this moment. Mark Lawson was on the Twitter line co-signing, <laughs> begging, pleading, please give me a check. Use that man. And that is yeah. my, Je- my Kata McClain. Just cast them. Eric was my other pick that I almost picked. But because... Mark Lawson was begging. Because Greg Vaughn has been appearing, is set to appear on the main show soon and just appeared in the Christmas movie, um, I felt weird picking him because technically it's still Greg Vaughn's role. Yeah, I get I- that. But... I'm talking long term. No, I know. I just didn't want to make myself a hypocrite, so I picked something else. The Dr. Laura Horton's award, but I shouldn't have never said anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is our be careful what you wish for award. Dylan, uh, I shouldn't have never said nothing. Yeah, man, I shouldn't have said not now word. Um this one is going out to all things in Casa Hernandez. Ooh. I remember that the, the North remembers. It, I'm on my Keisha call. I remember. Oh, I, Lord. <laughs> I remember being really intrigued by and here for Rafe and Ava. <laughs> and yeah, we see how that went. <clears throat> I remember being excited by Ava and Gabby's first few scenes going at each other. 
and thinking that this was going to be like a really fun rivalry and well we see how that went i remember thinking having jake in proximity to ava was going to be good because the vibe between their characters and their early scenes was really good and enjoyable and i thought that we were about to get like some deep exploration of jake as a character and maybe bring ava's edge back the bad how that worked out i remember thinking that Philip and Ava being back in the same circle was going to be fun because the interactions between them was really cool and I liked that vibe and and all that got us was Carla and Merlino <laughs> that went to hell so like Casa Hernandez has replaced the Demira mansion as the vortex of suck where everything good and fun goes to die so from now on, anything related to that house, I'm just not going to say nothing about. Actually, anything related to Rafe, because he is the moving vortex of sex. <laughs> it just... Uh, uh, I'm like, I, I am in my clown shoes right now. Because <laughs> when all of those things started... I remember, like, I remember when all of those things started, oh I was, like, really excited about them, and uh. Jesus Christ, Dylan, you've been on the road today. <laughs> oh, good lord. Oh, where were we? Tony. Alright, my I shouldn't have said anything is making Kristen a villain again. I bitch moaned and complained about Kristen being the patron saint of tears since the time jump and I regret complaining because we have gone all the way to the other end of the spectrum because we have had the many masks of Kristen Demera and it was just too much too soon just what the hell was all of that long ass we need like a happy medium of good Kristen and crazy Kristen, we need to stop swinging the pendulum too far in the other direction. <laughs> and yeah, like I just, why did I have to ask for Kristen to be a villain again? I should have just kept my mouth shut. Shit. You should never say it in the time. So my, I shouldn't have said anything goes out Six, to both, both um, wanting Brandon Barash back um, and uh, Gwen in general. Uh, I'm going to loose on Brandon Barash today. My lord. It's not his fault. It really um, isn't, but geez. It is mostly writing choice with Jake, but anyway. Um, so where should I begin with Jake? Okay, so here's the thing. I was a huge Fabby fan. Stefan was a terrible character but he clicked so well with Gabby in my opinion they could have been that quote-unquote bad couple that does terrible shit but they're good yeah. with each other yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he's dead but thank you Lana. so yeah I... <laughs> but the thing is I really enjoyed their dynamic but bringing Brandon back as Jake has really shifted dy- that dynamic and Jake I know he's not terrible in the sense of like compared to Stefan. Stefan was an awful character. 
in that sense. Like he was a shitty character. He did really bad things. Jake hasn't done that per, per se, but he's just not an interesting character to watch. He's he's a dumbass, like we talked about. So having him back, like I remember writing that petition. I don't know if it changed anything, but um, or it had an any impact but like writing that petition wanting him back being vocal and now we have this and I'm thinking was that worth it because no I don't think it was worth it because look at at what we have now and they're still in the same circle of having the same storyline and it's been a year now basically um and Gwen with her when everyone else basically hated her guts, I was like, I was enjoying her. I was like, I get that everyone else hates her, but Gwen is a fun vixen and I love her. I like the friendship vibe she had with Claire. And right now I'm like, yeah, because I don't really care about Gwen anymore. Um, I don't know what the fuck they have done, but I shouldn't have sent it anything because this is not what I asked for and I'm paying the price for it. <laughs> so yeah, those two characters are the I shouldn't have said anything award for me. Me? Or I shouldn't have said anything. Y- Yale, saying the right. Um, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I shouldn't have said nothing. <laughs> I shouldn't have said, but oh, that I have. Let's dig into Jake's past as a mobster. Brenda Barrett, we're so sorry. sorry. Tony is never gonna forgive you because me took that damn gun to that meeting with a whole murderer and had no intention of using it and got Abe shot. And good lord, he's an idiot. He's so stupid. Abe should have minded his black ass beer. He was. He was just wandering through the park and then <laughs> he caught a bullet. Why are you walking through that damn park with murderers? <laughs> and I had two for this. Um, my other, I should have never said anything, mm. was asking for Theo Carver back. That's <laughs> I should have been more specific when I asked for it. <laughs> I just wanted him back. But now I'm scared what you're going to do. Lord <laughs> Cameron's good. Like Cameron won me over immediately. I know it took other people a while, but he automatically won me over. Theo is necessary on canvas. He's needed, but you have to know what to do with him and how to use him. And you don't. It's very so, clear that they don't. Or you don't care. It's one or the other. I, I'm leaving it's to both. the latter. Because um, if they cared, they would learn how to use him, but they don't care enough to learn how. So they're just writing him willy-nilly and it's just not working. I just, if you bring him back, I'm going to be very specific with what I want. Just, don't fuck him over. I don't want him back, but if he comes back, don't fuck him over. <laughs> I do want him back, but I'm not going to ask for it because I don't trust you. But if, but if you decide, but if you decide to, just be careful with Theo Carver. That's Stefano's first grandchild. That's Abe and Lexi's baby. Just 
be Theo careful a, with him. I've said it before. Theo is a unicorn. Theo is a black legacy character. We don't get that often. We don't treat it with the all we have is him. Oh, on screen, yeah, that's all we got. Oh, and it's sold. I mean, of the ones that are still on air, yeah. Well, <laughs> my Lord Horton, I should have never said nothing. Oh, Lord, Lord. Goes to the return of Jennifer Rose Horton. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't get back yet. <laughs> I shouldn't have never said nothing, y'all. Because you've been I saying can't. you wanted Jennifer Rose Horton back, Katie McClain left, but you should have never said that. I should have dealt with her in Boston. Because I wanted Katie McClain back. I did not want Pelissa Reeves <laughs> to come back and bust through the door with her KFC in hand. All y'all have brought the colonel after the clan meeting. I didn't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> You brought back the wrong one, Ken. Did you you tell some poor intern, tell them to bring Jennifer Rose back and that fool made a clerical error? What happened? (laughs) I want to know. That lady won y'all an Emmy. That's Emmy winning Jennifer Rose and y'all didn't bring back Katie McClain. Why? I I want answers. I want names. I want addresses. I I got some. Y'all dropped that promo with Jennifer coming back. Everybody got bad. Everybody joined in or be collectively pissed that that lady came back. Uh, I shouldn't have said nothing, y'all. I feel like this is my fault. This hurts me more than anything because I wanted Jennifer Rose back so bad. But y'all brought back Jen Heffer. <laughs> Best couple in Triangle Boy. That's going to hurt me for a long time, y'all. I'm not watching another Jennifer Rose scene until my Katie McClain comes back. Um, Dylan, best couple triangle. What I'm sorry, y'all. Um, my best couple, I'm probably stealing from Ariette, but my best couple is Alani. Um, I have really enjoyed them both being rock solid and being the point at which the Carver Grant Price families are being built out from. They're sexy and they're supportive of each other. And most of the time they're written with a maturity that allows them to learn from their past. So unlike some of the other couples on the canvas, they are not stuck in a loop of repeating the same mistakes and not having any growth. I just, I love them and I want to see more of them and I just, yeah, they're my they're my best couple. I went with best triangle and I went with Allie, Johnny, and Chanel. I'm honestly a fan of both Allie and Chanel and Johnny and Chanel. And so far nobody has been been written out of character to service one side of the triangle. So it is a triangle that I'm enjoying. Ariette, best couple or triangle or quad. Listen, this <laughs> this <laughs> This category had me so confused. I was like, wait, base, best couple in the triangle? What? Because I was confused. I was like, there's no best triangle to me. But I'm glad that it's either or. Because I'm picking best couple. 
And best couple is the same one. That's Bill and Peg. Eli and Lonnie, they have shown, like she said, they have had so much growth this year as individuals and as a married couple, as parents. Like, fun to watch them. They're wonderful together. They're sexy, like Dylan said. Like, they thrive just as well together as they do individually and that's one of the most fun things to watch like when the possession story started uh, we had Eli with like Julie and Lonnie had the whole her thing with Paulina and when they like came together they talked about it and they had their own thing like that that is what I want to watch with couples like having outside things going on but also something that ties them together and a story builds from that and continues. Um, they just capture what a really wonderful soap couple is and they have wonderful chemistry. I just love watching them. Like Dylan said, we need to see more of them. I get it that this story is a bit halted because it's reaching the possession's end, but we really need to see more of Ilani and their families. Uh, but yeah, they get the best couple from me. Nate? Um, I echo the same sentiments about best couple, but since Dylan and Ariette have already touched on Ilani, um, I'm going to choose Thank best you. triangle. <laughs> and uh, for best triangle, it's, it's Lucas, Sammy, and EJ. Hey. Because oh, good pick. That was my other choice. They didn't, from what I remember and from what I've read, they kind of shafted Lucas big time in the first go round because for no reason they made it seem like he was a non-factor and this year has reminded a lot of people that lucas horton was is a catch and he and he loves sammy to death and he was wearing her out (laughs) (laughs) lucas was her ride or die before ej was even born literally literally and (laughs) and bringing like I liked EJ and Sammy originally, but bringing EJ back and having him and Sammy's marriage be a mess is thoroughly entertaining. And having Lucas just sitting there, just doing all the right things and just waiting for EJ to fuck up because he know he will. <laughs> and it works for me because I could see her with either character. I want her with Lucas, but I could understand if she ended up back with EJ. I would be pissed about Lucas being up, being alone again, but he feels like a character again. And this has reinvigorated Lucas. It's made me care about Sammy more because before I just wrote Sammy off because I just assumed she was always going to choose EJ. It didn't matter. Her being torn, especially when it first started, was surprising to me because I didn't expect that. And EJ's playing his role. He's still an asshole, but Sammy is an asshole too, and she loves herself an asshole, so... I'm enjoying all three. I'm, I'm waiting for it to wrap. I do hope Lucas comes out victorious. Um, but I'm down for the ride, whichever, whichever way we go. Well, my best couple award goes to Brady and Chloe. No outrage, no no pitchforks, no nothing. No, it's understandable. I mean, <laughs> it's your opinion. Why should we? No, I mean, like, I think the thing is, like, uh, 
so I know like me and Tony ship them. We're not like thrilled with the route they took to get there, but we like the couple. But but to me, I picked them because they gave me angst this year. They gave me sexual tension this year. They gave me chemistry this year. And they gave me history this year. History that we didn't see play on screen. History that we didn't even have one of these actors for. And I bought it. I laughed with them. I cried with them. I wept with them. I got it. And that is why they got my best couple of war. And setting off, I'm so glad they shot that dead horse that was bursting. <laughs> yes. Amen, amen to that. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, okay. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I got it with Eileen in the role. I didn't get it with Stacey Hardigan. I didn't get them being I, engaged to be married. It never made sense. Yeah. I'm I didn't get it. I didn't get I didn't get I, them having a baby. I don't no. get, I didn't get. A I didn't get, get them it. having Kristen all in Marlena's face and Marlena, yeah. would you like some coffee, dear? Listen, speaking, I, of, I, speaking yeah. of fuck Come them here, kids. Come here, dear. Come speaking, here, dear. Speaking of fuck them kids. That one, that one needs to go, go. She's so cute, though. She can stay. Is, but she shouldn't exist. She shouldn't exist. <laughs> she shouldn't exist. We literally saw Kristen's womb right out before our eyes for the entire year. Wow. We did. It's true. It happened. Yeah, but Doctor Ross, look, look, Doctor Ross resurrected her womb just like he resurrected half of Salem. Oh. I'm, I'm waiting to find out that baby is somebody's experiment and not Honestly. theirs. <laughs> I mean, Ross did it with um, Rex and Kathy, so. No, but I will again, buy it if they you guys are forget, you guys are forgetting exactly how Rachel came to be. Maybe, could Remember? she have slept with somebody else before she came to Salem? No, no. she didn't. I need to explain she a baby. Said she, she already said she didn't, and she <laughs> no believe she was, <laughs> she was planning on taking Sarah's baby because Sarah was going to have an abortion and couldn't because she found out she was pregnant. This pregnancy was not planned. <laughs> But that uterus <laughs> was not there, Tony. <laughs> like I said, Dr. It was Rolf a rotted onion, Tony. Like I said, Dr. Roth resurrected it the way he resurrected the other half of Salem. So we just got to rock with it because that is what it is. I'm not buying it, Tony. I'm sorry. Worst couple award. Couple triangle or quad award. Dylan, I'm sorry. Oh, this one's easy. Let me choose violence. <clears throat> Mine is the worst triangle, and it is the utter and complete, absolute bullshit that was mm-hmm. Ben, Sierra, and Thea. I almost picked that. It was offensive on every single level it could be offensive on. It was insulting to Theo as a legacy character. It took a massive shit on what used to be one of my favorite friendships in daytime. And it was completely, totally, absolutely unnecessary because there was never any intention of it being an actual triangle. And the writer even went so far as to give a, please don't be mad at daddy, my sin babies interview, reassuring that fan base that they were going to get a happy ending before the story even got started good. So I, 
<laughs> like it was just it was bullshit from top to bottom and I have nothing good to say about any of it and everyone who had any sort of a hand in crafting it can lick the crack of my ass truly okay told me (laughs) I said I was choosing violence and I meant exactly that and that's exactly why I didn't pick that because I knew you were going to be a hell of a lot more eloquent on it than I could be. So I went with a different worst triangle and that is Ava, Rafe, and Nicole. I, know. Um, I don't know what it is with with Ron Carlovati, but he has this thing of making people of a certain age act like they are in high school. He did it with Steve Kayla and Justin last year and he's doing it with Ava, Rafe, and Nicole this year and it is dumb as fuck and it is stupid because you know what why they gotta be of a certain age tony because exactly they are too grown for this bullshit they're they're adult but you didn't have to say of a certain age (laughs) yes i did yes i did i am not done i am not they shouldn't be asking like this is at the at their big age so they are acting like they are in high school they are acting like they don't know what they want and the thing is the actors have chemistry but the actors chemistry doesn't matter because the story is a steaming pile of horseshit true Listen, this is the one. This is the one that made us. (laughs) This is the one that everybody's gonna be mad on. Just get ready for it. Listen, I don't. It's just it's so terrible. First of all, like, and Rafe and Nicole were were okay. Like they started out okay. We didn't really like it because of you know Eric leaving, and we all knew where it was going. We weren't thrilled, but the chemistry was decent-ish, and kind of looked past it. Then they started sharing custody of a joint of a bear like it was a fucking human child. I never so I, we would have a podcast. <laughs> I was the nicest one. Because <laughs> I had to came for anybody. And then Ava entered the chat. And again, Galen and Tamara had great chemistry. And it could have been interesting if she decided that she wanted to be in the mob and then David the police commissioner. But they chose the most actively uninteresting route they could take by having her trade in her gun for cooking knives. And she literally spent every day cooking every Italian dish she knows incorrectly, I might add. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And it's just so... Terrible. And then you have Rafe and Nicole yearning for each other when all either one of them have to do is say, I'm a grown adult. I like you. I want you. Let's get at it and just be done with it. But instead, we are in this never ending hell and I want out. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> oh, God. I never thought I would see the day where I was the <laughs> nicest one. Recording my, I only came for the pants suits today. I've had it. Are hit. Ooh. First couple slash train. Hmm. Oh God. <laughs> hmm. No, honestly, Dylan and Tony have picked two of those that I was like, and it goes to show wrong. Carlo body cannot write triangles. He does not. For do love triangles. of God. But. If you guys have mentioned two of them, no, I'm pissed. I'm 
not gonna go that into detail about this. I'm uh, I'm done. I'm just I just want him free of all this. But since you guys have mentioned two of those triangles that really suck this year, I'm gonna mention the third one. <laughs> Pull up, Brady. What the fuck? That was are... on my list too. Yeah. Characters, whether you ship. Uh, Floey or Broey, they're a beloved character. They have been on the show on and off. Okay, okay, I get it. Like on and off, but they have been on the show on and off for decades. This storyline has done none of them any favors, none, and they have taken the route. Yeah, I get it. I enjoy Philip's side. Like I've said, I I'm taking an L right now. I'm enjoying his side. I don't like the lack of point of view and focus, but I'm enjoying his fight. But still, Philip wasn't needed in this quote-unquote triangle. This is how they were going to go do and do all of this because Broly had angst of their own. Like Tony said also like before with Rafe and Nicole, if Brady and Chloe wanted to be together, they could have just said it to each other. There was really no reason for Philip to be in this mess, especially when Ron doesn't really care. And Ron has successfully made me hate a character I loved at least one and a half year ago because I started to dislike him in like November last year. But he has really made me hate Brady. And I do not give a shit about him. I don't even care for him in family scenes. And this is what the triangle has done. For me to hate a character I really love, that takes talent. And Ron Carlobody, you made it happen. This triangle was not needed. Should have had Brady and Chloe in their own separate storyline and Philip with the whole mob thing, if you wanted that, and tie into his shady past and all that with his family. That would have worked really well because that ties into the character of Philip Kyriakis. He was not needed in the Brady-Chloe triangle or Brady-Chloe storyline. This was so unnecessary on all levels. It has pissed me off multiple times. I don't want a Chloe in game. We're not going to get it right now. It's really obvious. Philip's going to take multiple L's and I'm fine with that. I just want him out of it. But yeah, so triangle gets worse. Triangle and... and and in association with the way they've gone about this, Brady and Chloe gets my worst couple because they could have done something something else. It really, to me, cheapens their endgame. And that's all I got to say on this award. So, yeah, I'm done. Nick? Um, I was going to say Ava, Rafe, Nicole. However, since that was spoken on very well, um, <laughs> not you, Tony. <laughs> I'm going to choose uh, for worst couple, Jake and Gabby. Mm. Good one. Good choice. They it's... don't eat us alive. I say this on the timeline every, all the time, so they should be used to it by now, but they're terrible. Gabby is run. Gabby left her mansion for this nigga. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yep. you... That's what I checked out. He, you, what? Gabby? <laughs> and that's why she ain't got it no more. Exactly. You 
left your mansion for him. You almost lost your company for him. And he can't do nothing for you. He can't even shoot somebody when he need to. Like, what are you here for, sir? I mean, he must be really talented in bed. It has to be that. Because ain't no way. I don't way care you... what kind of circus tricks he's doing. I'm not leaving my mansion. <laughs> Nigga, we got bed. Pick a bedroom. We got eight of them. Like, Gabby, come. The Gabby we saw when she was interacting with Stefan in the beginning is the Gabby we need back on screen. Because this one, I don't recognize. I don't like her. I don't want her. Her and her brother can hop on the first thing smoking out of Salem. I'm over it. Jake Jake can catch a bullet. I'm over it. I'm done. They, they honest, gotta Gabby go. Make, I'm no, I'm not gonna kill Ari. I'm not gonna kill Ariana's mama because Will was somewhere with Amnesia for a long time. He needs. She needs to go to Arizona. That's where we Gabby can, can go. Lulu. She get the comas exist. Send her to Arizona. Don't bring. Yeah, her except back. I think well, Sunny may be coming back to Salem. So what would the point of sending her to Arizona be? Swap them. We want Will and Sunny right now. We don't want her. Let's go. Bye. <laughs> Jake needs to die. I'm over it. They're terrible. Individually okay. and together. I'm out. <laughs> well, y'all gonna throw tomatoes at me for my kids. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, go ahead. For my worst triangle, I went with the quad. John and Shania Alien Trip. What is my wrong worst. with you? Let, let me explain. Kind of see where he's going. I, I get what you're I saying. I don't disagree. <laughs> I don't disagree. It would have been good if the quad was the actual focus of the quad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, it went from we bought a zoo, I mean a bakery. <laughs> Not a zoo! <laughs> we opening possession. a bakery! <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw it in. Go on. <laughs> to possession 24-7. So, what do you mean, Yolani's mama? <laughs> We never, and then boom, Chanel and Johnny are gone, and now we know they got married. We didn't actually get the most we could out of that, and that's why I have to give it the worst because we could have had it all with that. We really could have, and they didn't give it to us. And I get the mess with the older ones, Michael. I mean, I, I get the possession taste more prevalence, I get it, but at the no, same I meant the time, triangle. What was that? No, I meant they're skipping the drama for the younger ones and with the mess and all of that and giving it to Rafe, Nicole, exactly. um, Ava, Brady. Who's doing Chloe. the shit that the quad should be doing. Yep. That's what, I can't even be mad that you made it, you named it worse. Like, and, and, and it's <laughs> like, you could throw Theo in there. You honestly could. You could throw Theo in there and that's just mess on mess on mess. But I don't want them to even put him in that because what, what's going on? All they're doing is baking cupcakes and flying around the world and knitting. They ain't doing nothing. And that's why I had to give it the words. And it pains me to do that, but I want better. Me too. Best legacy couple, Dylan. Um, My best legacy couple is Charlena. And I feel like if the possession has done nothing else, it's reminded everyone 
just how big and grand and epic their love is and just how much that love and them as a pairing and as individual characters impact other characters in stories on the canvas and just how much of the foundation of the show is built on this couple and these characters. And I feel like putting them back in the spotlight has really shown why they are who they are and why they are so iconic. And I've just, I've been loving it. Tony. Uh, I'm co-signing with Dylan. It's Jarlena for me as well. They are royalty, the gold standard, and nobody does it like they do. It is very, very clear that Salem, as it is currently with all of the characters that are in town, is basically the town that John and Marlena built because so many characters are involved in their story and are affected by their story that when the possession is airing, it usually takes up about 90% of the episode because so many characters and so many people are involved. And that is just a testament to the strength that is John and Marlena, their connection, their history, it is enrooted in this show. It is when the show is at its best. And it has saved this show multiple times. And that is why they are the gold standard. Ariette, best legacy I have, I have to give it to John and Marlena. They're timeless. Like, oh, honestly, you bought timeless, but not classic. <laughs> I, honestly, hmm. everything that. Dylan said basically what I think about Jarlena and honestly that's there's John and Marlena like like I said before Marlena doesn't speak for herself same with John and Marlena they're iconic and yeah there's they have said everything so I'm just agreeing with them John and Marlena are the best legacy couple Nick agree with everything that was said about Bar about Jarlena, but I'm going to choose someone else. It's Doug someone else. Oh, good choice. Um, I really like seeing them interact with their families. I like them as the matriarch and patriarch. Put them there. Also, rebuild the family around them. Their grandsons are here. Bring their children. Recast Hope Brady if you have to. Bring I'm back <laughs> no no break we trust me we ain't got that kind of money. Uh, bring back <laughs> Even if we did, still no. <laughs> bring back David Banning from the home. dead. He should have never David Banning should have never been killed. David and Julie were Will and Sammy before Will and Sammy existed. Bring him back. You he has grandkids. He has a mother. Bring back Scotty Banning. Bring I don't do oh, we mention yeah. do they that. mention Douglas Leclaire? I mean, no. I brought him up on the episode before. You they did. I, I brought him up, but they didn't. Bring, bring him, up, bring him home. Make him piss that Doug don't give a shit about. <laughs> like, just, like, bring him like the way John and Marlena's kids are running amok in Salem. That's what I want for Doug and Julie because I think they deserve it, and I think it would be fun to watch. So Doug and Julie because they have they have a way of making everything heartfelt i didn't notice that before because we didn't see them as much but the literally the um possession story did it it showed me how much i really like them and use them more build their family again doug and julie 
Well, for my best legacy couple, I was going to pick John Lena before I finalized my list because, you know, even before the position, I was enjoying their step-by-step reboot. <laughs> but um, am I showing my age with that reference? Never mind. No, because it, it's been in, it's been it's in, been in um, syndication forever. Syndication so much, so you're fine. I, I didn't watch it originally. Some of y'all did, but I didn't. But, well, uh, I got... um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Why am I in it? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot though. I forget. Okay. <laughs> but my legacy couple would have to go to Kate Roberts and Roman Brady. They really did it for me this year, y'all. I finally got something. It's like when they got together, the clouds parted, the birds started chirping, the rainbow hit the air, and Kate started dressing good again. <laughs> oh, that's debatable. Stop. It has Stop. toned down. You gotta it's give it that. Been yeah. way better. And she's been wearing the furs again. We won, Tony. Don't you do this. <laughs> <laughs> I have an honorable Roman start for this one. Roman forgot that he knows to do more than fix chowder. He started talking that talk again. It, it, Roman started interacting with his family members again. We won. He really did. Yeah. Roman stopped <laughs> making my blood boil a miracle. <laughs> Roman became a likable character and now we go Wayne Northrop who unless we're talking about who was arguing with Marlena that day. <laughs> it was just wonderful. We, and it's all because they finally put Roman and Kate back together after all these years. Like we begged and pleaded. And for that is why they won my best legacy couple award. Worst legacy couple, Dylan. Okay, y'all, this is hard for me because unlike I think everybody except maybe Tony, I actually like them. I I actually love them, but I chose Stayla. And it is purely because they don't seem to have a place or a plan or a purpose for them. And it's baffling to me given who they are as characters, who they are connected to, what their legacy is on the show, and the fact that, like it or not, they have a dedicated fan base that would show up if they were given a reason to show up. But they just don't do anything with them. And then when they do things with them, they don't make sense. Like that whole forced insertion into the non-romance that was Bonnie and Justin oh why just why so it's like they're not the worst for me because I don't like them they're the worst for me because they're being needlessly wasted like bring their children home wait let me whoa Mm -hmm. bring their daughter home bring their daughter and Stephanie Bring, Bring back Benji's son and <laughs> Prince Michael Jackson the second. That's it. That is all. Blank, uh, blanket, aka Tyler. Oh. No, <laughs> Bring I, back I, blanket. Like I'd rather have Stephanie back, but they need. Think it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to have all the things that you have at your disposal and not do anything with it. So there and and like. Mary Beth is so. Oh, Mary Beth doesn't deserve this. 
she's so good like it just oh come on y'all so yeah they're they're my wolf subs keep going i love this song (laughs) i will keep going because it's my pick too um It's my pick as well. Ooh, mine too. <laughs> mine too. Ooh, okay. we have a streak. <laughs> yeah, we do. Okay, but let, let me just say, like, they took a hatchet to they took a hatchet to Steve's character. Uh, oh God, because fuck Patrick the Pirate. And that's on my mom. On my mama, <laughs> fuck that man. During Ellie's rape story and. Stela have never really recovered and they honestly haven't recovered from from Steve's exit in 2018 either. Yeah. Like let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. No, well, hasn't recovered from that 16 year death. No, that's not true. That's not true for me. That may be true for you, but that is not my truth. My truth is because up until 2018, I loved them. Yeah. May not have loved their story, but I loved them because I went back and I watched their history and I fell in love with them. And then he, you know, he came back, and the, the the magic was still there once he got his memory back. We don't discuss the amnesia story. Um, and then they he they didn't he they just kind of disappeared after Joey was born, and then they brought Kayla back, and they brought Steve back, and they worked their way back together, and they were working. And some of the stuff they got in 2018 before Stephen Nichols' exit was some of the best stuff that they had got in years. And it was all upended by his exit. And he came back and Ron was petty and has not stopped being petty since he came back. And it sucks because some of their fans don't deserve this. Mary Beth sure as hell doesn't deserve this. And it just sucks because they... stones from a glass fan base so I, and i'll own that i'm okay with that i'm i'm taking the shots and i'm okay with it but tony has came a long way this year she know how to take the punches now <laughs> but oh boy shit tony you have to go that hard listen like i always say I, I, I i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just i'm just saying no, I get what you're saying. It's well, you like point the you gotta take the criticism that come. Yeah, you gotta take the criticism that come with that statement. I'm okay with that though, but I'm also gonna say I don't do anything halfway. If I'm gonna say something, I'm gonna say it straight out. <laughs> so I, I I don't go easy, but I just I want more for them. At this point, they're obviously going to be on the screen. Use them. So you want I, more for them. Because honestly, they're like like their connection and their history and the stories that were good deserve that. Oh, okay. Well, see, I'll talk about the flip side of the coin because I want him to receive the gift that Michelle Morgan got. No, I live. I lived through his death once. I don't really want to live through it again. I'm I'm tired of Patchy. I'm so sick of him. I'm sick. After that whole shit show. That he did the Hennessy, I, I can't, I can't do it. Then we found out he anti-vax too. It, 
that again that goes back to what tony was saying though about ron being petty I need Ron to stop being petty. Like yeah, that. At, this, at this point, yeah, that shit was four years ago. Let it fucking go, man. Yeah. yeah at, at this point, you remember how you lost your last job? Yep. Yeah. Mm, yeah. You got. You got a point I, there. But <laughs> like at this point, like his pettiness should have died when when they removed Stefano from his brain. Like my is, and then it's like with Kayla. The two redeeming qualities that she had for me are gone now. Because at first I was considering her the matriarch of the braided family now, but this piss poor job she's doing now, I'm begging for Kim to come back. And then two, I just love that she was a nice, loving, sweet doctor, but she can't even do that right. So <laughs> I will say her, rea- and get her reaction. In the possession story, like when she actually owned that she was wrong for like not listening to John when he wanted to listen to the tape, like when she actually owned that she for every other occurrence couldn't break it for that one. But she actually owned that she should have, and I wasn't expecting that. So I'm kind of hoping for for something for them in 2022. But like I just this is not it. I guess we all went damn. Well, Aria and Nick didn't get a chance to say anything, so... Well, go ahead, Aria, if you got something to say. I only want to say one thing. I have an issue with people over a certain age being on Canvas without their children. Steve and Kayla either need to get their kids or go. That's it. I don't want anything else. <laughs> don't bring them bastards on here. Listen, if we have bring to them, deal with them, bring, bring they Stephanie. have to be on Canvas. Yeah, yeah. I want Stephanie back. You can uh, recast. You can recast Joey. I didn't like Stephanie. You can recast Joey. I didn't like Stephanie. She was a dumb little witch. Listen, witch. I'm I'm listen, I will, listen. I will. I will wishful. I will wishful cast Joey since General Hospital will not bring him back as Michael Corinthos. Drew Garrett is Joey. Okay, that works. I will give with that. that joke. I live with that, but I can live with that. Just don't bring Stephanie back. Listen, we a I good recast can save. We can bring failed. him back as blanket. We, a good recast can save any failed character. Look at EJ. Well, not failed, but we needed EJ. And look at him. He's working. Look at how. Look at um Ben. Did we need EJ? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I don't. I, was I, so wasn't we, I wanted we, to burn the Demare Mansion to the ground myself. It was yeah. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, but still, I was content with him being dead. Mm-mm. He wasn't dead, though. He was a mummy. <laughs> If nothing can rise, it might as well die. <laughs> well, he's rising in the cold. Ooh, wow. <laughs> oh, okay. Watch it, Grandpa. Watch it, Grandpa. I almost said a few slurs. Okay. Did everyone speak? Do better with Stayla, because that's sad. We all had the same. Just, it, it, right? How often do we all agree? This is, this is the first time. time. I mean, granted, this, this is the United really the first Awards, time. But still. What I was going to say, like, the thing is, I'm, I don't hate Stayla. I'm neutral about them. I don't care either way. But they have really done a hack job on them. And that's kind of why they're on my worst legacy couple list. Um, Kayla is enjoyable by herself. I don't find the same. 
I mean, I don't hate them. That's the thing as a couple, because I respect them. I respect the history they have as a couple and to the show. I, I used but to. They got to do better bitch, by them. Bro. This, huh? I used to, and then Steve became a bitch. He a bitch. <laughs> they, re- they really need to give them better writing. I would like to see both of their kids back. Um, which one? Uh, biological if, children. <laughs> Joey, if he's Ooh. recast, and I definitely want Stephanie back. I love her. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to get a recast there too, because I think Shelly Henning is yeah. probably yeah. not coming back. Thank I God. Sure she's I mean, I she enjoys spending time with uh, um, what is Mary Beth and Stephanie Nichol? Yeah, I know they they did have lunch recently, but I do wonder. If, I think she's just been booked and busy in other stuff. So I don't know if she'll come back long term. Yeah, okay, she's gonna she keeps the job. Gotta play the music. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Best storyline. Dylan. Okay, I am going I surprised myself with this because so far for me, the best story, the storyline has been a story that I didn't want and I still feel some type of way about. I'm just gonna be honest. But it's been Lonnie's paternity reveal. It's been very old school soap with great emotional performances grounding it. And there was so much buildup that I was afraid the follow through wouldn't be able to deliver. And it has. It's been everything that it needed to be. And while there are things that I do quibble with, because listen, Tamara needs to be on screen at some well, you at tony i mean where you at tammy tony's like what did i do <laughs> she needs to make an appearance at some point but uh you know those are like my complaints are minor complaints because from james Reynolds, Clark Shear on the line no. <laughs> like james reynolds has showed up and shown out Sal has proven herself to be an emotional powerhouse. Jack Hay is making you feel and sympathize with Paulina, even though she was dead ass wrong. Like it's just been such good soap and it's been so enjoyable to watch. That's it's my best storyline this year. Yeah, Karen Clark Shear on the line. I'm standing by it. Why? She can call Paulina Twinkie. Get out. No. That is so rude. You're not going to do that. What? If you know the context, you so fucking rude. That was you. That was all you. That had nothing to do with me. Tony. See, y'all always claim it's me, but it'd be everybody else, and I hope this episode shows it. Well, I have a time for this one, and I'm not even sorry. Oh, fucking rude, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, fucking rude. Oh, my God. I have, yep. I'm trying to go here, but you, okay. <laughs> my best story is a tie. It is Paulina as Lonnie's mother and the possession. Uh, for the first part of this, the Paulina story has been simmering all year since Paulina first came to town in March, with all the beats being played as we went. We were completely blindsided when we found out that this is where we were going. And yet when you go back and rewatch it, you can actually see the threading of the story being played out. And I love stories like that, that can shock you, 
but you can still see them coming when you go back and rewatch. And then when it comes to the possession, it's an ensemble story that's using 95% of the cast. It's using history brilliantly, and it is showcasing the masterful craft of acting as portrayed by Deidre Hall, Drake Hogeston, Bill Hayes, and Susan Seaborn Hayes. Like, this is literally perfect soap, and I'm having so much fun. Once again, I'm going to pick the same one as um, Dylan and Tony did. The secret about Lonnie's parentage, like Paulina's secret story, it's been building the entire year and giving them some great material to work with, like with Jackie, James, Sal, Raven, all of them have been so amazing and it's really given me like Dylan mentioned old school trope like this has taken we've talked about it so many times but this has taken like eight nine months for it to come out and I really appreciate that because some stories like it nowadays at least it unfolds in three months but this has gone on for eight, nine months, I think, maybe less, I don't know. Um, About nine months, it started in and March, I'm, and climaxed in November, so eight months. And I do them to pick up the fallout, but I, I understand, like I mentioned before, I understand that it's been halted uh, for the climax of the possession story, um, like it, the story ha- did in the 90s, you guys mentioned that, that it happened with another story when the position started in the 90s so I and then it picked up again after it ended and I kind of see it the same weird same way here with the secret story and the fallout that is um we're gonna see more because Sal has said um we're not gonna expect it so it's coming obviously I want to see more because this is is the story of the year for me I would have picked the position as well, but I feel like it's lost momentum. But yeah, the secret story has been great. Let's continue, like, let's continue with the fallout. I want to see what happens next because it is that good. Come on, Nick, with your rude ass. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, um, for Pete. It's Lonnie's lineage being explored finally after... Mm -hmm all the years she's been on canvas um i i'm i felt the same way about it as dylan and a lot of us did i didn't want it but i'm enjoying it so much um it finally gives us insight into who lonnie is and where she came from because her introduction story was flimsy as hell and it didn't have to be but they've taken the opportunity to build expand the character and build another family in the process because i never thought when they cast Jack A as whoever she was going to be, because it took us a while to even learn her name, then they gave her the name Paulina. I'm like, well, Abe does have another sister that they've never mentioned, so maybe that's who it is. And I never expected her to be a price, let alone be Lonnie's mom. But once, like they've said, like Tony said, once it happened, you go back and watch it and it all made sense. They laid the mm. breadcrumbs perfectly. And it's 
so interesting and intriguing to watch. It's reinvigorated the Carver family, Abe specifically. He's got something to do. I'm so happy. Um, Lonnie has gets to play with all these emotions because she has to figure out who she is now. Because outside of Eli and the twins, everything else about her was a lie. Like she she has to figure out who she is outside of her married her, the family she created for herself. Yeah. Um, and I'm I do want Abe and Pauline to get back together just for the sake of it because they, I like them together and it would be messy because Lonnie's still gonna be pissed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's my best story. Okay, I have a very controversial pick, y'all. What the hell? And it would have to be the conception of Pandacy Horton and his fallout. Now, was that this year? No, yeah. this year. Because um, we found out that he was the rapist in December, but Salem didn't find out until January. And then his murder mystery was in February. Oh. And when I picked this one, I just had to think back to the time where I was really just. I got to get home and watch Days. I have to watch Days today. And during that storyline was a point in time where I was watching every day at one o'clock. And it was, I, I know I hate it had to have the rape factor and all that because it didn't have to be that way. It did not. It shouldn't have been that way. But my God, it gave great angst for Charlie and Claire, Tripp and Allie. Hell, it was even one scene where Will Horton rose to the occasion for the first time in years without Sonny and Paul in the room and started talking cash money shit for Trip. Yeah, was yeah that was because that's what was, Kate was. Kate was about to cut him, and Will was holding her back. But then she started talking funny, and Will said, "Hold on, now, bitch, don't let the flannel fool you." We had Steve being a bastard. Everyone was intertwined in this story. And it was just so good. I hate it had to be the rape factor because honestly, Charlotte could have been a viable big bad, but he had to die. He had to be sent. Yeah. But the only, you are 100% right. The only thing that kept me from from picking that myself was that it became less about Allie the more it went on. Yeah. And that was the sucky part of it. But at the end of the day, when you think back to the beginning of the year with Days, that was the story everyone was talking about if you were watching it. So that's why it had to be my best storyline. Oh, brother, this guy stinks award for the worst (laughs) storyline of 2021. Dylan. Uh, Sierra's amnesia. Mm. It was some bullshit. We're here with it. We're here with it, Dylan. It was... It was some unnecessary bullshit. It was some poorly written bullshit. Oof. It was just some bullshit. Could have kept all, all the way around. All, all the way. Just bullshit, Ron. Truly. I thought, that was a, I thought I was going to get a W with that story, but no. No, it's 100% the truth. It's not my pick, but it's the truth because they could have achieved the same thing of having her leave town just by giving her PTSD and sending her off for treatment for a little bit. They did not have to go the route that they did. And even if they did go the amnesia route, they didn't have to do it the way they did it. So I 100% co-signed Dylan's pick because it was all just awful, terrible shit. And like, I, I, and the thing is, like, no one was happy with it. 
Like I was for a little bit. Like I like it just it served no one. It, we all took an L with that one, y'all. Yeah, like it just that was some bullshit. No matter who don't do that were, no more, Ron. Yeah, no matter who you were a fan of in that story, nobody was happy. No matter what ship, nobody won. Y'all lost. Good choice, Dylan, because <laughs> I forgot about that. And it was an L for everybody. My poor Sierra heart. Tony. Um, you're gonna hate this choice, Michael. And I'm sorry that I'm hurting you, but I'm not sorry that I'm picking this. Justin and Bonnie's wedding and Bonnie's <laughs> secret. The lead up to this was terrible. Oh, Tony. <laughs> the the Tony. lead up to this was terrible. The execution was terrible, and it's done absolutely nothing because they have been on the longest honeymoon known to man since it wrapped up. Oh my chest. It, we literally sat through a month of bullshit for no reason because we have not seen hide nor hair of them again since it happened. Wasted my time. This is true. Oh, Tony. Not you, Tony. Not you. I said what I said. But that's too, too far for the course with them. And that's the problem. Like they dated because... for two minutes, then they disappeared, then they popped back up and got engaged, then they disappeared, then they were getting married. And then like literally they, her buddy butts came to town like what what <laughs> what we all I told y'all it was drugs <laughs> we all should have known it was some bullshit when it started with a fucking food fight gone wrong thanks to victor <laughs> that we didn't even get to see we just saw the aftermath because it was covid and he wasn't back yet. <laughs> and even and even i don't even think they would have been able to show it without covid because john aniston can only do so much in scenes he could have yeah. he could have he could have had a butler throwing shit at them <laughs> like, henderson i feel so bad for wally and judy because i don't know how henderson they made that work I, I give i give judy evans credit because um she did her very 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 best to try to make this shit palatable but it just was not. A two tone. Ariette. This is a hard one, uh, actually, because there's been so many. I don't know where to begin once again. Nick, can you go before me so I can. Okay. Um... Michael, so I can go last on this one. I have a few. Okay. Um, I'll go. My worst story is the same as Dylan's worst story. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. It's Sierra has amnesia. Ron, if you pin one more fucking amnesia storyline, I'ma fight you. He doesn't do any of them well. Ever. Ever. At, across all of the damn shows, his amnesia storylines are fucking awful. He oh, I forgot <laughs> about the one on One Life to Live. Oh. One Life, GH, <laughs> like, like, days, no. ain't, ain't shit changed but the date because all of them are terrible. Oh, no. They're no, bad. No. You know more amnesia tropes, sir. It's not good. It's not great. It don't inspire shit. You don't have the Plot-driven, terrible shit. You don't have it. Stop. And knowing us, he's going to listen to this shit and do it again. Please, please, <laughs> listen. We like a lot of the shit you do. That's not one of them. Let's just... There, there, are, two, there are two tropes that he loves to go back to that need to die a death. 
and those are amnesia and DID. And triangles. And consent stories. Yeah. Oh, but. yeah. You don't need to touch mental health, consent, like none of that. Gender, none of that. sexuality, n- nothing. <laughs> no hot topic issues. No. Just run. Theo deserved better. I will. I want at that point. I wanted to rewind to when Sierra blew up. I was over it. I was done. Ben, he works better when he's crazy, in my opinion. So yeah, I so he was the only person that worked in that story for me, <laughs> because he seemed to be the Ben who I actually enjoyed. But I just, it was a bad story. It was so bad. It was bad. I just. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for my worst storyline of the year, I have a tie. The first one is anything involving Gwen Bounce Chip. <laughs> Damn, she did I a lot of weird it. shit this year too. Yeah, I can't, I can't yeah. even say that. I can't even say that that's a bad choice because it's not. First off, she killed my Lord Horton. I knew it. I was waiting for it. I was waiting on it. She killed my Lord Horton and then go to jail for it. Well, she it took actually took two confessed. hours to bring her up. I'm shocked. And he asked, she actually confessed to killing Lord Horton and then go to jail. <laughs> They see no courtroom. They see no twelve white folks. They see nothing. See that that was the story right there. Put her ass on trial for Laura's murder, Put and that's how you Jennifer. reintroduce. That's how you reintroduce Jennifer. But no. And I don't, I don't even got to say nothing else. She killed Laura, <laughs> and for that, that bitch would never get peace from me. She'll never see the good side of Michael Dwayne. Not, no, 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 nothing. She would never see that. And my second choice, Bonnie and Justin. Oh. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. Hold up. You just ran me for Talk about them because I talk about them lovingly. I come from a good place. What was that? What was that? What was it? Did you just say, Oh, we got to get these episode guarantees in? It's horseshit. That's what it was. He was high. I swear he was high. Terrible ass wedding. No, I'll tell you exactly. You know what? He said exactly. I I haven't seen a wedding that bad since Madonna performed that wedding on that award show. Oh, Lord. It was oh, terrible. The genesis of that story was the Harrison Ford, uh, Callista Lockhart, whatever the fuck. It was they the same joke sued. he wanted to do. They should have <laughs> sued. They should have sued, and that story would have ended so much faster. And the story didn't even last that long, but it literally did nothing. It was terrible. It was pointless. Terrible. Yeah. It was awful. It was bad. It was, it was no good. And that's why I sadly had to pick that. I side eye the fuck out of you though for picking that and dragging <laughs> me for picking it. Like Ron has a habit just of like writing shit that doesn't need to be that big old head. <laughs> Only I can talk about it. That's it. That is not how that, not how that works, sir. 
But anyways, that's why they got, I'm sorry, but I had to put them, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Ariette, did you ever figure one out? Yeah, I, I mean, you guys mentioned most of storylines here, too. One of them, uh, it's the corporate storyline for Jake and Gabby. Oh, that's like, a good pick. Oh. Good, good answer. The, you know, I mentioned a lot how about, about how like Finn tends to get repetitive storylines. Jake and Gabby are in the same boat. We have not seen anything progressive with them. And that's all they're about right now. And it's not interesting. Write something else or get them off the show. Like off the show. Jesus man. And <clears throat> I have another one, and it's the, the amnesia storyline. So I'm gonna take, pick one before that. It's the psychic connection here. How What the fuck was that? Okay, you. But we have a psychic connection. But you needed to connect via www.susanback.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we let you go last. Facts, though. Come on, fast money. Winner? <laughs> no, you don't. We, we don't. we don't have to hear about it. We're supposed to see it. What the fuck? Ron Carlowati, what the fuck were you smoking? Because Psychic Connections is a story, is a trope you should not do no, as well. Send that on over my way. We know ben you went that. consistently to Susan to connect. He needed that connection <laughs> to get to see. Like, what the fuck was that? Also, I have another one. The Charlie storyline that was not necessary uh, because it ended up not becoming out about Allie. Like, Allie was taking at, taken out of it. Claire, who should have been a big player, like, big character in the story, was not present in it. She was over there with and Sierra um, and the pacing was really off. Yeah, those, what is it? Three storylines? Uh, it was not good. It, we were off to a rough start this year. It's gotten much better, even if there's some stories right now I don't really necessarily enjoy that much. It's still better in the first half of the year but that psychic connection i hope it like i hope no couple gets the trope if it, if it is written that way i don't need to see it again so those three stories were the it's worst time y'all it's time <laughs> oh He's so I'm, so I'm so excited i've been waiting all year for this one <laughs> I have to give a special speech for this one. This is the important award of the night. When I first fell in love with Soaps. Oh, God. <laughs> I, fell in love, I fell in love with all of it. The sets, the wardrobe, the actors, the actresses, the champagne flutes on YNR, all that good stuff. But the one thing that is the most important and pleasing to me <laughs> is the cleavage. And we've seen it all over the canvas over the years. We have our Bobby Spencer. We have our Tracy over there on the YNR. 
with their glorious breasts. But it's only one to do it for 50 years. <laughs> and every time this character walked into the room, her nipples made it their first. <laughs> and there she was with all her big brunette hair and glory. We pronounce this year's the first inaugural. Oh, I'm so emotional. The Julie Olsen Banning Anderson Williams Award for Special Achievement and Cleavage. This award, is names. <laughs> this award is presented to the character who had good mess, good acting, and most importantly, the best rack on daytime. Dylan. <laughs> okay. Y'all remember when I said earlier that I love me an Insta thought? Sierra Brady <laughs> down. She was almost, she was almost my choice. I know this Listen. right. I know this right. I know this right. <laughs> Listen, y'all know how I feel about sin, but before I oh, fast yes. forward them, when Sierra is on screen with Tia and Tamara, I do take a moment <laughs> to <laughs> give <laughs> an appreciation. <laughs> He is the big idea. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I love this category. Oh, yeah. If she ain't did nothing else this year, she did that. (laughs) Tony. Who is your uh, Julie Olsen Banning Anderson Williams Award for Special Achievement and Cleavage? Gabby Hernandez. I often tune I out when Gabby. Right. I often tune out when Gabby speaks because she annoys me. So I love to look at other things, and I always uh, always notice that no matter what she okay, her, her girls are always displayed beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who's your Julie Olsen Banning Anderson Williams Award for Special Achievement in Cleavage? <laughs> what a long sentence. <laughs> oh, no. I practiced all year for this. <laughs> all year I've waited for this. I'm oh my God, that's it. a I'm sorry. It's been all Go ahead before me because I have to pick one of them. Okay. You got to go after Nick because I'm going last. Okay. Nick. Um... Who is your Julie Olsen Banning Anderson Williams Award for Special Achievement and Cleavage? You want to say it every time? <laughs> <laughs> um, this was kind of easy for me because I remember several scenes of hers where she walked in and she started talking and I didn't remember anything she said, but it was Allie Horton. It was a few yeah. scenes where I had to rewind. Like, what the fuck did she say? Because I'm looking at her boobs. Like <laughs> they were sitting pretty and nice, and they worked. Yes. Now, I didn't always like her outfits, but she looked good. <laughs> oh God! Give me a moment. Give me a moment. <laughs> Are you, did you pick one while Michael yeah. collects? I have the same one. Wait, like, hold on, I hold on. Same... I have to introduce you. I have to introduce you. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Who is your Julie Olsen banning Addison Williams Award for special achievement at Cleavage? <laughs> you have to say it all the time. I, I practice all year for this. I'm not letting it slide. Nope. I might might not like the wardrobe all the time, but I love that we get some cleavage action and she she looks amazing. So Allie gets it for me. Like I was gonna pick between I had Gabby on it too, but Allie, no, she gets this one for me. Well for me. Okay, wait, before you go, Michael, because we are an equal opportunity podcast and I myself and an equal opportunity player so ladies and gentlemen uh hit me in the dms uh (laughs) (laughs) i would like to give a special shout out to paul telfer and xander cook because (laughs) the chesticles were testicling lord jesus (laughs) and also Lamone, baby. Uh, okay, Paul, I know you have a wife, but can she fight? Because <laughs> Lamone, I hear you're single now. I too am single and available. So I just, the towel situation, I know that some people got annoyed with that. I did not personally. I thought it was fabulous. I, I feel like you need to wear it more often. Um, but yes, gentlemen, y'all y'all represented, and I, I love that. I'm going to add Robert Scott Wilson and Eric Marstock to that list because, I mean. Oh, yeah. Up. Okay, listen. If, if, if Ben don't do nothing else, them abs are all the abs and the chest and the, yes, yes. Ben Weston appreciation, we can, we can get on that. We can we can ride that train. Well, I have a tie for my choice of the Julie Olson Banning Anderson Williams Award for Special Achievement in Cleavage. <laughs> and blessed be both of these women are hordens. My first choice happens to be the niece of Julie, Sierra Alice Brady. Good God almighty, look at those breasts. No. <sighs> iconic behavior. I just love that it's passed down the bloodline because Hope had them too. Oh yes. And then again, I just, I love me a woman who dresses cheap. Yes, power to the people. And my second and my first choice, my overall choice would have to be Alice Caroline Horton. Good (laughs) God almighty. (laughs) When they finally started dressing her, I knew she was a horn. <laughs> Good God. It is like every time she steps out of the house, she goes, I know I'm going to bake hot cross buns, but it doesn't make sense not to show mine. And, <laughs> and every every day she goes out like Dolly Parton, double D up girls. And, <laughs> and that is why. She is my Julie Olson Banning Anderson Williams Award for Special Achievement at Cleveland. She, she also gave great story, but who the hell cares in this category? <laughs> <laughs> Those are our dishes. We did it, y'all. Yes, we yes. did. 
And I'm sitting here thinking our podcast is going to be three hours long this week. I was wrong. Yeah, I thought it was going to be faster too. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> it started the venture off tracks when I already get named. I'm just saying the DMs are open. When I started the name what? When you said Dr. Marlena Evans for Brace Dress, that's when it went off track. Yeah, you you went you went down the uh pantsuits that suck rabbit hole and never came back. <laughs> You're like, no, and that's pantsuits. And then we were talking about something else. Oh, I hated this one as well. <laughs> never stopped. I but love yes. it. I love that we don't try just a love award season. The last award I went to was Man of the Year Award. And here you go. <laughs> Uh, like out of Pond Valley, and again, other than my dishes, I have no one to thank other than me and only me. <laughs> but they yes. are a mess. Good God Almighty! But let's wrap this sucker up. Y'all have a happy fucking New Year, and we'll see y'all next year. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye.